Violent near apocalyptic Detroit, evil corporation Omni Consumer Products wins a contract from the city government to privatize their police force. To test their crime eradicating cyborgs, the company leads street cop Alex Murphy into an armed confrontation with crime lord Boddicker so that they can use his body to support their untested Robocop prototype. But when Robocop learns of the company's nefarious plans, he turns on his masters. Welcome to Midnight Double Feature, and on this episode, we'll be covering Robocop, directed by Paul Verhoeven. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Uh, Super happy to be covering... Uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, RoboCop, 1987's RoboCop, directed by Paul Verhoeven. Uh, Zoheb, how you doing tonight, man? I'm good, dude. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm been waiting, been waiting a while to cover this one. I, one of my favorite movies. So I was like, I was like, okay, you picked Tropic Thunder. I was like, hmm, RoboCop. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, but yeah, super excited to be getting into this because I've this is a I mean, this has always been one of my favorite movies since I was a kid. Um, this is actually a really funny story. I was, I'm trying to think, it must have been like 1995 or 1997. Uh, I was like five, seven years old, somewhere around there. And um, I'm I'm going through like a Kmart with my mom. And I was like, mom, mom, look at this movie. And, you know, and it's just that front cover. And I still remember this to this day, part man, part machine, all cop. And the cover of it was just fucking brilliant it just looks so cool um and i was like mom mom can i please get this movie? is that the is that is that the cover where he's like kind of stepping out out of the car oh yeah for sure he's got the yeah, yeah oh, it's, it's super super iconic um but i i was just like mom mom like can i can i get this movie and i guess she didn't check the rating um i, I guess she just thought okay here's a robot and like here's a cop like okay this will be good you know blah 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 um <clears throat> well Needless to say, it became like a, 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 a hit between me and me and my brothers, and we were just like, "Okay, yeah, we got this," but don't tell don't tell dad about this. Don't don't tell dad don't tell dad about this at all. And my mom had she had no idea. She'd never seen the movie before. But the funny story is, one day I'm sitting there. I'm probably like, you know, like I said, I'm probably like seven, eight years old. Maybe we've had it for a while, and I'm just watching it one day. One day in my parents' room while they're at work, and my my dad comes home. And it's right in the middle of the scene where um, where um, where Robert is like snorting snorting coke off of that hooker's tits. Oh, Jesus Christ! And dude, he pulled the tape out of the VHS player and like pulled the tape out of the cassette. Like he just like wrapped it up and was just like, nope, like no way. And like, I, and, and I, to me, it just I mean, it blew my mind because I was like, what the fuck? He uh, he did his own version of bitches leave. Yeah, bitches leave. Like, dude, he he came in and was so <laughs> pissed off. And like, I you know, I I, I kind of get it. Like, I don't think that I would let. Uh, I don't I don't think that I would let a. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know if I would let. Um, you know, like a seven or an eight year old watch this movie. But I mean, I turned out okay. You know, I I uh, I think it's. Did you though? 
yeah, did I? Looking did back, you? did I really? Um, <laughs> but the the violence in this is just so over the top that eventually it becomes, you know, it, it just becomes like comical. And I, I, as a kid, you know, you don't really understand that, and it's it it's hard for me um, growing up, kind of trying to uh, separate what you watched as a kid versus how you feel about it as an adult now, you know, and, and to me, you know, it took me a long time to kind of come around and, oh, this is like a satirical comedy. This is, this is, you know, this is a parody in a way. This is, it's all satirical, but you know, when you're a kid under the age of 10, you have, you know, you don't have any idea about satire or anything like that. Uh, most of your comedy is probably slapstick shit anyways. Um, so to me, it was just like this super realistic movie, like what the fuck? And and now like it's odd kind of coming to terms with that because you watch something for so long thinking it's just like a serious, you know, movie. And it, but that's kind of the best part about it is like as an adult, I see like all the satirical comedy now and I get like all of the, all of the parody about it and stuff, but it's a movie with a lot of heart behind it as, as well. Like there's, there's just as much, um, heart going into the character of Murphy and seeing the the kind of path that's laid before him and he's just totally um, just swept up in all of this he's just the one party in all of it who's just not guilty of anything of just being at the wrong place at the wrong time and it gets really kind of like tragic in that way um, but it's kind of hard for me to separate that as as an adult now but but you know <clears throat> I think that a lot of people will look at this and just be like, oh yeah, it's just satirical comedy. It's just satirical comedy. But, but really underneath the, the layers of this, there's a lot of heart. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff going on for the character of Robocop. And obviously there's a lot of social commentary and stuff that was going on in the eighties. But, uh, what, what did you think? What, what were your impressions of this? Uh, so it's interesting actually, because I don't have any sort of childhood, um, sort of memory relating to this at all. I didn't see this as a kid. I didn't see it as a teenager. I literally watched this for the first time uh, a few years ago. Uh, Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. It um, it was always on my radar. Like, uh, I mean, come on. Like that name alone, RoboCop. That's fucking an awesome name for a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and, and as a kid, that jumps out to you. But um, it's just never really something that I sought out or like got my hands on. You know, I just I, I didn't um. It didn't really, it wasn't really like a, a thing where I was like, oh shit, I gotta go watch this like right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember seeing the poster and shit like that for it everywhere. Um, but yeah, I never really sorted it out until, um, I don't know, I don't really know what, what sort of made me, um, sort of jump up and, and sort of watch it. Um, it, maybe I listened to a podcast on it and like that's when I kind of like wanted to find it. Um, but, no, actually, that was before my podcasting days. I don't know, really. Um, and I, I know it definitely wasn't that remake, uh, which we'll get into because, goddamn, that remake. Um, oh, God. We will not yeah. speak of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, um, dude, it's it's definitely... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a year from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> oh, God. Here it comes. No, look, it's a good movie. It's definitely a good movie. I'd even say it's a great movie, but it's not—it's not an amazing movie like everyone sort of kind of makes it out to be. I mean, I—I don't—I don't. Okay, uh, I'll say this for the movie: it's very um, the way it's structured is amazing. Like this movie is an hour and forty forty-three minutes long, and it uses 
that time really well. Like, it just starts and it finishes and it's like, it's, it's so like, it's so lean. Um, it's so like, it feels like a perfect kind of like length for, for a movie like this. Um, mm. but yeah, that being said, I, I don't, uh, there's not really one specific thing for me that kind of like takes down the movie from that amazing status. Um, which I know is the opposite of what I just said, but, um, there's nothing that really elevates it for me, uh, to that level either. Um, it's 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 definitely it's definitely a good movie, um, and I, I definitely like seeing this story. I think um, <laughs> this is going to sound funny, but it reminded me a lot of Dread. Doesn't he remind you a lot of Dread, or vice versa? Oh um, yeah, yeah. The, they, they, I think they even had like some RoboCop Dread comic book crossovers back in the day. Yeah, I mean, just the way they walk and talk and move and things like that, but um, also the way they're sort of like um, they're both. Well, Dreads are human, but um, they kind of like robotically stick to the law and things like that. They just, uh, you know, they're unwavering in their in their sort of um, in their resolve. So uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's it's a pretty cool comparison. But like at that point, the first time, by the time I I said I saw this for the first time, I'd already seen Dread. I'd already seen like um, something of this nature. Um, but yeah, dude, this this movie's this movie's a fun watch. Like, there's no fucking getting around that. It's pretty... I mean, you know, sure, it's violent and tragic and things like that, but it is pretty fun. Like, uh, uh, Paul Verhoeven, um, I think it's it's pretty important to talk about him for a sec. Um, have you seen Starship Troopers? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's another one I watched as a kid. Yeah. So, if you if you watch Paul Verhoeven's movies, um, you'll, you'll see that, you know, they've mostly violent um but they also have this like undercurrent of comedy um this kind of like really dark humor um this really kind of like morbid um kind of like way about it it's 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 uh it's something that really kind of like sets off the violent sorry offsets the violent nature of the movie um like this could have just been like a uh okay look i'm gonna compare this to the to the remake um because it's it's a pretty fair comparison. This is obviously miles better than the remake, by the way. Just to kind of put that out there, guys. Uh, the remake <laughs> is totally forgettable. I've I I I forgot the remake as soon as I walked out of the cinema. Um, but I do remember it being pretty straight faced and sort of like serious. Um, and that just kind of like that that was that was a turn off. Like you know what I mean. Like the the good thing about yeah. this is that it's got this kind of like this dark humor to it um and it's just goofy but it's funny um the okay there was a problem for me as well um ed 209's uh sort of animation didn't really work out for me um yeah you know i i do i do applaud them for doing stop motion um like that shit's cool but um yeah that looks dated as fuck um yeah yeah for sure yeah man um but Look, Peter Weller's awesome in this. Uh, I, I love the I love the villain, Clarence. Clarence is awesome. I, I like the the fucking slimy businessmen, just fucking corporate cunts. Um, yeah, that's just it's so cool. It, it's awesome. And like once the, when they get their comeuppance, it's it's really satisfying. So, uh, Robocop, man, I, I I dig it. I, I dig the hell out of it. That's cool, man. I um, 
yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that went on with the production of this movie. Um, <clears throat> uh, and I, I didn't even know this, uh, but the um, the the whole RoboCop suits uh, uh, made by Rob Oteen, who did the thing, and it's just on too many things to name here. So much stuff, but apparently there was just so much negativity, like on set. Um, you know, people were fucking miserable making this movie. Uh, uh, people were not talking to each other, and by the end of it, Robo Team wouldn't even come on set. He would just he what he called like the Robo Team. He would just send the Robo Team to do it. Like he wouldn't even come on set and talk to Verhoeven. Uh, apparently, it was just it was just a nightmare dealing with with all this on the set. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on with um, with um, uh, Peter Weller in the suit. Um, you know, apparently he was totally apt and ready to do all of the mime movements, but unfortunately had done them without the suit on at this point. So he had spent months learning to mime really well. And they put the suit on him, which was made of, uh, composed of fiberglass and just kind of like an exoskeleton over a, almost like a wetsuit. Um, but it was just insane to see, um, you know, all the, all, like all of the behind the scenes stuff, like, I think that they said that um, he was like Peter Weller was losing up to like three or four pounds of water weight a day being in the suit. Jesus. Like he was just cr- constantly sweating. And Verhoeven warned him, warned him before the uh, before the movie even started. And he's like, "You will be miserable." He's like, "You you will not have fun with this." He's like, "Make no mistake. I don't want you to think that this is going to be some walk in the park. This is going to be easy." He's like, "That's not going to happen." Um, but I, um, there's so much stuff, especially with the making of the suit because they didn't want, uh, of course the first names that came up at this time were, uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone, but they, they went out of their way to be like, no, we want someone who's smaller and somebody who's someone going who to looks like a human. <laughs> right. Yeah. And somebody who once you, when you see them beforehand, before they actually become RoboCop, it's actually a little bit more believable. We're not, we're not dealing with this muscle bound, you know, this huge guy who can just beat the shit out of everybody, you know, whereas he's an everyman, you know, it's just a really good cop. That's really all. Um, and it's ultimately kind of like his, uh, centered kind of morality that helps him shed the RoboCop kind of, um, yeah, it's, it's it's almost like uh, you don't need. It, he's he's still a great cop even without being RoboCop. Like even as Murphy, he's great. Um, but there was there was a lot of stuff, a lot of trivia for this movie. Obviously, this movie being um, you know coming out in 1987, uh, we just passed the 30 year mark. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, there was um, there was so so much behind the scenes uh, stuff. Um, uh, like it was discovered that when in full RoboCop costume, Peter Weller could not fit properly into the police car as he was too bulky. That's why most shots of the film show him exiting the car or preparing to get into it. For shots where he yeah. actually needed, yeah, for shots where he actually needed to be in the car, he only wore the top part of the costume and sat in his underwear. <laughs> However, to main- <laughs> however, to maintain the illusion that RoboCop wears the uh, entire suit while inside the car, most shots show his robotic foot exiting the car first. I was like, God, oh, that's brilliant. You know, that's such a great way to, like, shoot around that. Um, 
and they're the and from what I've heard when he got the suit on and he was like I just can't move they shot most of this movie around Peter Weller's scenes which is not much I mean he's the main character it's, they filmed a lot of stuff without him a lot of stuff with um, Kurtwood Smith and Miguel Ferrara and <clears throat> basically shot a, a, everything they could as he was working with um, with a mimus to get down his uh, to get down his moves which he said he kind of mimicked them after birds which is perfect like the more and more i think about it like the head twitches it's always yeah. the head first it's like the head first and then yeah. the shoulders it's like it looks just like ro- robotical and i i thought it was um I, th- I thought it was so great um just the attention and the level to uh the, le- the level to detail um <clears throat> that went in with the suit See, and a I lot think, of um oh no, I, was, I was just gonna say i think um the good the good sort of um comparison is dread um and it's a good thing that we've already talked about dread because like in that like his his movements are robotical but they are sort of like slightly human a little bit they're a bit more tactical whereas this Mm -hmm. he's just like full-on like just just a machine like the 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 movements Mm -hmm. like i mean his body is completely machine so it makes sense for his movements to be uh machine as well um but yeah like the, the the way he moves, dude, is it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I think it's it's honestly one of the best parts of the film that makes this so believable. Even though it's something that's absolutely unbelievable, and maybe in 1987 it seemed so much farther away. Uh, I still think there's you know there's <clears throat> because a lot of these you know a lot of these movies will come out. Um, and they talked about, oh yeah, it's just you know, it's 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 so close to like you know something like Ex Machina or Automata or Blade Runner, where they talk about <clears throat> an AI becoming sentient. But there's a there's there's only a handful of movies I think that really cover the whole the the fusion of man and machine while like, coexisting together. Um, and especially now, I think I think and this is just said so many times. Like, oh, it's just it's just so much more prevalent now than it was today. And you can I feel like that's just kind of an easy thing to say about a movie or something oh it's just so much more relevant it's so much prevalent now but i mean this like this kind of really is with the we're we're generating 3d appendages for people um i've i watched multiple videos of kids who have lost limbs or were in, had some kind of disease or were in horrible accidents and they give them these hands they full-fledged control and they can close the hands and pick things up and it's it's incredible because that's the kind of um, thing going into the future that, you know, it seems like a lot of people have a fear of AI and a fear of things being in control. But I think if you could get people on the level where you have man and machine kind of working together, um, almost like upgrade, you know, that's what I said. I mean, you saw upgrade, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I mean, doesn't like how similar would you say upgrade is to RoboCop? Doesn't it feel very similar? Like the movements of the body, like all of that stuff feels kind of similar, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, definitely, hundred um, percent. And I think Upgrade is unique in that way because the camera sort of mimics the movements as well. Um, I mean, obviously, Verhoeven probably didn't have the technology to do it back then, but yeah, I, I totally agree, man. The movements are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I could sit here all day and just go over trivia stuff, but I don't like. I know better, and I know if I start going down this rabbit hole now, <laughs> I will never fucking get out of it. Um, but yeah, uh, unless there's anything else uh, you want to say, do you just want to go ahead and jump right in? Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to quickly ask you, have you seen the sequels for this? 
yeah, um, I, I, and I've actually, I, I have seen two and three at some point. Uh, obviously, they're not nearly as good as the first one. Um, but yeah. the second, the second one actually has a lot of. A lot of my favorite people in it. It's got Tom Noonan, uh, who is uh, Frankenstein and uh, the Monster Squad. He was in Manhunter. Dude, uh, he's been in X Files. He's great. It's directed by Irvin Kershner, who directed Empire Strikes Back. Oh shit! I did not know that. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> let me get your thoughts on the remake real quick. No. Okay, <laughs> I. <laughs> I in, in all fairness, like the like I said, the the whole debate um, about technology and drones and AI and stuff like that, it, it that debate is uh, somewhat still relevant, uh, especially when they start ringing in. You know, that's the whole reason why RoboCop is superior over Ed Two Hundred Nine because it's like he's got the heart, he's got instinct, um, and they do kind of touch on that at the same time in the RoboCop remake, but. You removed everything that made RoboCop RoboCop. You removed the violence. You removed the satire. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't feel I don't feel as much for this character because you've given me like the kind of um, cleaned up version of RoboCop. I, I want the nitty gritty. You know, when we see him get violently assaulted, with, you know, I mean, and it's just so over the top. You know, four shotguns being emptied into you completely. I mean, you, there dude, wouldn't even wouldn't even be a, a leg left standing. Dude. Up. And yeah. as a kid, that was that was horrifying to me as a kid. But uh, you know, I was just like, oh my god, like that's that's fucking insane. Um, and but still, like the the RoboCop remake kind of ends up taking all of that away, and it's a movie without any teeth. When it's a remake of a movie that had fucking fangs, um, and I don't I don't understand taking all of the the uh, taking all the uh, I, I mean I, I i do because they wanted to make a pg-13 robocop and cash in when people are making remakes because mm-hmm. yeah. we're we're real hard up for nostalgia from the 80s um but i there are parts of the new robocop that i do like i wish that they could have had paul verhoven peter weller kurtwood smith everybody with that kind of technology and that kind of budget making this now um with with the same with the same people um i couldn't i couldn't even imagine what that movie would look like um because there's and I don't even know if that would be good because you lose the magic of the practical effects you know you know it everybody else knows it I fucking love practical effects when it comes down to shit I'm always a fan over that over digital um oh, but that's I wasn't not even too sure oh yeah Tell me <laughs> <laughs> uh I like and, and it's also uh, going beyond that, you know, it's a movie that I don't see, I don't feel his loss because in this, uh, in the remake, you know, he still has the son, he still has the wife, he's trying to gain the back. Uh, and RoboCop, that's not an option. The original RoboCop, that's not an option at all. Mm. And exactly. um, I, I don't want to jump the gun too fast, but um, there's a really, really great line where, you know, because the, basically they wipe his memory, but, you know, the, the heart wants what the heart wants. He knows that he's missing something. And he even says, you know, I can feel them, but I don't remember them. And it's like, oh, my God, man, like that breaks my heart thinking about like there's something, you know, that you've lost, but you don't even remember it anymore. Like you're not yourself enough to remember it. And it's like, God, that is fucking tragic. Um, and then you watch the new one, which by all standards should have fucking I mean, Gary Oldman, Samuel Jackson, uh, Jackie Earl Haley from fucking the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, remake and Watchmen. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck happened with this movie? Because I'm, you know, I was hesitant because I'm like, dude, they're going to get some fucking people I've never heard of before, which Joel Kinnaman, I never really, you know, I never heard of him before, but nobody. He's decent. He's decent. Yeah. He's in Suicide Squad, right? 
Yeah, yeah, he's, he's in Suicide Squad, but you don't need you don't need someone who's in like fully charismatic to play a Robocop. No, and that that's kind of the same thing, I, I guess. With um, oh god, I almost called him Alex Murphy, Peter Weller, because um, <laughs> Peter Weller was not a huge name. You know, I think uh, Buckaroo Banzai come out maybe Naked Lunch, which is another um, another one of his more popular movies, but. When I'm looking at the remake and I'm seeing, you know, three three actors who I trust and Gary Oldman, I mean you see Gary Dude. Oldman attached to something, I'm I'm automatically interested. Greatest of all time. He's fucking amazing. Yeah, he's 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 definitely definitely top ten of the best actors of all time. And I, I don't think I I still don't think Gary Oldman's had his day in the sun yet, but he'll he'll get there. Um, I think he'll have kind of have the Macana, the, the reconnaissance kind of thing. I think everyone will start realizing, "Fuck, man, Gary Oldman isn't he fucking just everything." The reason, oh, did he? Okay, good. See, I'm fucking yeah, right. Doctor um, yeah. <laughs> but that's dude because he. I think people forget he Gary Oldman's in stuff because he's so many different people. It's fucking he's a nuts, chameleon. man. Like, yeah. yeah. Like everybody's always, oh Johnny Depp, such a chameleon, such a chameleon. It's like, dude, Gary Oldman yeah. was Johnny Depp way before, dude. you know, Natural Born Killers, yeah, for sure, Air Force One. Like, oh my god. Um, dude, so I don't fucking, love the uh, remake. St- Stansfield from Leon the Professional, Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. I mean, there's a uh, Dracula. You know, there's just so many yep. that you can go on and on and on. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but um, but I I think the remake is uh, you know, obviously it's not as good as this. I just think that. Um, they try to play on social commentary, you know, where we're talking about drones and we're talking about warfare and stuff like that. You know, some of the first opening scenes of the remake are the Ed 209s just clearing out villages and stuff. Um, but I think they kind of lost something along the way where this was, this was not supposed to be a dark, really introspective look in the mirror kind of take at what we, you know, as what we as a society are doing with technology. Um, the original one is more of a, uh, a satire about, um, you know, I think the corporate kind of uh, mentality in America with capitalism, um, with the militaristic mm-hmm. kind of um, the ideals that we have here that things can things can just be solved with a gun. You know, it's kind of like what Tony Stark said. He's like, I, you know, th- you know, build the build the gun that you need to use once. That's how Dad did it. You know, that's how we were going to do it. And that's that's so true about America with just you know built we you know it's it, we're not going to keep building weapons that are just awesome. We're just going to build the one we need one time, and that's kind of. You know that's kind of in a in a, uh, in essence really what RoboCop is. We're just going to build one of these, and that's all we need. And and it's crazy um, to see exactly how that how like where the where the remake fails towards the original. I think is just trying to get too introspective about where we are with AI and with drones and how we feel about inanimate objects killing animate objects and where we kind of draw the line with that. And I think it does raise good points, but ultimately. Um, doesn't really feel the need to it, it pushes it real hard at the beginning and just i feel like kind of backs off of it and they never really fully explore those ideas whereas with this the remake it's always in your face you know the the news reporters the ads all of it it's just like they build such a such a great world around you know just with advertisements and just with the way that you know i'd buy that for a dollar you know they're like it's you see what society has really become and they did such a great job of world building and just didn't really feel that in the robocop remake but that's 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 my thoughts on it did you see it yeah i saw it back in 2014 i want to say when it came out um i didn't really Mm -hmm. you know I, i dug it at the time when i watched it but then, like, I, like I said, I walked out and I just com- immediately kind of like forgot it. It was, it was so forgettable. Um, yeah, 
and that's the you obviously don't want that in a movie um it it, it you're totally right you hit the nail on the head so well uh it, it feels like it just felt so placid and like um so tame mm-hmm. um I, I i don't know i i think i think i think that's i think that's that you pretty much said all that needs to be said to be honest it, it's not really um i just thought i just thought it would be interesting to talk about because i mean it is i guess the elephant in the room it's like why are we covering the old one and not the new one but mm. yeah that's the reason guys i mean quality for a, for over, a good yeah. goddamn reason <laughs> yeah for a good reason but um, uh yeah but, man when if you're if you want do you want to kick it off well up to you yeah, um, I'm just going to throw this out there. This this episode's for my brothers Austin and Adam. We watched this growing up so much. Um, I mean, it's I, I can't tell you how many times uh, my brother Austin will look at me because we work together, and, and he just goes, "Can you fly, Bobby?" And and <laughs> dude, I, I can't tell you how many times at work we'll turn around and quote this movie or laugh like you know the character Leon laughs that real high pitched laugh that's fucking hysterical, but. This episode's for those guys. I fucking loved watching this with them growing up. Um, but yeah, without uh, yeah, without anything else, I guess we should just jump right in. Um, I yeah, I'm dude. guessing I'm guessing that this is set during the present day. Uh, it never says that it's in the near future or in any kind of future or this or that. So I'm assuming it's just still 1987. Uh, but right off the bat, we get this amazing world building with the two uh, the two news anchors who are just always reporting the most horrible shit in the world with Dude, these dumb what? fucking smiles on their face. Like, I could, know. Well, I'm rich and I'm white and I'm miles away from wherever this is happening. And like, there's there's <laughs> there's something about them that is so unsettling. Talking about, oh yeah, you know, the Pope died and there was a Star Wars orbital peace platform that blew up and killed all these people. You know, and um, and then immediately after that, boom, we get the advertisements for, uh, oh hey yeah, we'll we'll get you a new, you know, Yamaha Series Five Thousand kidney, or we'll get you a new heart, or we'll get you this. And there's a fucking one eight hundred number on it, like. The amount of, like I said, the the kind of like ca- <laughs> cap the the amount of capitalism uh, behind it, like it's kind of like in that. Uh, yeah, totally. W- w- we can save your life for a fee. You know, it's it's kind of like that Rick and Morty episode. Where I can answer that yeah. for money. You know, <laughs> it's like there's have you there's have so you much seen um, have you seen have you seen Crank? I have not with Jason Statham. Yeah, they're not they're not good movies, but the the heart actually reminded me of the second one because in the second one he gets an artificial heart, and literally that's what it looks like. Oh shit, that's crazy! Uh, I did not know that. I've 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 always wanted to check him out, but I I mean I wasn't really in, in any rush, but. Um, but yeah, this is just, we're, we're getting awesome world building right off the bat. We understand, we, we're here, we got some exposition about how OCP is in a bid to, uh, fund and run the Detroit Metro, uh, Detroit police department. Uh, we've also got, um, some news about, um, it's news about a fellow officer that Murphy will come to replace who's been murdered. I think he's like, God, like the 20th person that Clarence Bodiger has killed. Uh, 20, like police officer. This is not, I mean, he's he's basically, Detroit has basically whittled down and become a war zone, um, which was so fucked up because they filmed, I think, almost none of this in Detroit. They, they filmed the kind of sketchier scenes with like shitty neighborhoods <laughs> and stuff. But apparently I think they filmed most of this in Texas. Yeah. Um, and they said it was awful for peter weller you know it's 120 degrees inside and he's in this suit and they just have people with fans on him constantly um and the guy i mean but nancy allen said um she's like i i've never met a more uh determined or um 
just kind of balanced person in my life who will, would stick to that. And they were like, yeah, he would kind of complain sometimes, but you know, not the level of what you would expect people to complain about just going into the makeup. You know, people complain about just getting latex makeup applied. And this guy had a full body suit, took him 11 hours to get into the first time. And it's like, dude, but she said he was just a total fucking professional about it. He was so diligent. And uh, hats off to Peter Weller in this. I, I honestly hope that I, th- I think in terms of sci-fi, this is finally kind of getting the place, you know, where it needs to be. People are getting like, dude, Robocop was way ahead of its time. Um, but yeah, just this great world building right off the bat. Um, uh, I think it's Fredrickson is the officer that's been murdered, um, and just that officer, yep. that that fucking st- god, that stupid ass news reporter. Good luck, Frank. You know, it's like, dude, the guy was shot like Dirt twenty fucking times, man. Like, what the know. fuck? Good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah, but, but it's it's that fucking it's that fucking mentality of like, oh, I'm in here in this newsroom, all safe and sound, and you know, I'm totally disconnected from what's happening down there. So. Good luck, Frank. Right. He Seriously. might as well have just he might as well have just been so and so changed their profile picture to 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 show support and prayers for blah blah blah. Oh god. Oh painful. God. It's painful. <laughs> but um but yeah, we get our first introduction to Murphy. Uh, you know, he's being transferred. You know, why are you being transferred? I don't really know. Seems like OCP shaking up everybody. Um, you know, and he warns him, hey, you know, you come from he a nice so young. Yeah. Oh my God. He looks like 22, 23. Like he looks so fucking I'm, young I'm to me. I'm used to saying, yeah, I'm used to saying um, Peter Weller kind of old. Um, because I mean, you know, I, I I haven't seen most. I haven't seen a lot of his older shit. But um, I mean, he was in Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, he's older shit, and that he's uh, he was in Sons of Anarchy for a while. Um, I've seen I've seen some other stuff, but yeah, I've never seen him this young before, dude. Like he was a fucking, you know. I, I bet you that guy slayed some ass. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. But I mean, hey, I'm fucking RoboCop. I'm Buckaroo Bandai. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and he's also one of my favorite comic book animated adaptations. He's Bruce Wayne in The Dark Knight Returns. Um, and I knew oh, that. Oh yeah, how I, I forget. I fucking knew that voice as soon as I heard it. I was like, my childhood is just tingling. Like, who the fuck is he's that? He's got a like, legendary I, voice, dude. Yeah, he's great. Uh, apparently, just kind of stopped acting and got a degree in art. Just kind of chilled out and uh, just oh. been focusing on art and went back to school. Seems like a nice guy. Seems like a nice, well-rounded guy. Um, mm. But, yeah, basically, Murphy's being transferred, um, I think, from Metro South. I'm, I'm not, I can't remember exactly where he's being transferred from. But, basically, where he was before is probably um, you know a nice gated community compared to where he's going to now. There, These guys are in the thick of it. Uh, we're hearing you know the other cops around him talk about strike. Um, you know, obviously, the whole police department is just uh, it's just fed up with this. Um, and, and I love, you know, we do not go on strike. Where are we are police officers, not mm. plumbers. And it's like, uh, but but it does raise a good point. Like at one point, it's just like, dude, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get murdered. Like, there's no question about it. Like, it's not a point of there's not a oh, I might come back alive. Like, dude, we've had we've lost like six guys in the last week. Um and you understand the police officer's frustration and stuff because what, what can you do? You know, you're abiding by the law and the people who are you're fighting against are probably bribing police officers, are probably yeah, in the system, which we totally see um, with um, with Dick and, uh, and Clarence Bodiger. You know, they're obviously working right there hand in hand. There's a fucking reason why Clarence Bodiger hasn't been arrested. Um, you know, it's not like this guy is just impenetrable. You know, he's he's in the pocket of some powerful people. Um but, but yeah, it's it should be pretty ominous. Like right away, as soon as you walk in, it's like it's almost like 
it's almost like lambs to the slaughter. You know, Murphy comes in, like, you know, Fredrickson gets slid out. It's like, boom, you know, like, line them up. Next, you know, next. It's like, who's next, man? And and the feeling in that room is just so palpable of all of them just being like, oh, my, you know, yeah, like, we understand we're not supposed to talk about strike and blah, 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 but what are we supposed to do? You know, we can't, we can't keep doing this forever. You know, they're going to wipe us out eventually. Um, <clears throat> but after we get our... I just want to touch on um, just a just a captain walking in and just like silently removing Fredrick- Fredrickson's name from the locker. Like, mm-hmm. It's so it's so affecting. Then Fredrickson died. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're just seeing it. Nobody has to say anything. We we know exactly. You know, he could have walked yeah. in there, not said a word, stared at everybody, slid it out, and walked out, and everybody yeah. would have been like, "Fuck, man." Um, but yeah, after that, we're introduced to uh, uh, to to Nancy Allen. Um, she's great. She was in the original Carrie way back in the day, um, which is uh, w- w- like I mean, that's just great. If you've never seen it, get the fuck off here and go see Carrie. Um, but I was I was kind of surprised because you know she normally up until this point, from what I read, she was very much like a bitchy you know friend of friend of the main character. You know, and as soon as she showed up, she had this these uh, infamous kind of strawberry blonde long hair and paul verhoeven's like cut your hair like just cut it <laughs> like like she's like what the fuck um but yeah she's going to be murphy's new partner and lewis um and we get some great banter kind of bet- between them right away do, do you know who she looks like she looks like uh maggie gyllenhaal here in this movie like hmm, i was I like can, is that i can kind of see it maggie gyllenhaal i can like, see it yeah i don't know just me fucking wigging out a little bit um <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, we get kind of some great some great banter between them, seeing them the the beginning of their relationship, um, and it's just nuts because this guy's going to be dead in like oh I don't know before lunch, you know, it's five like, minutes, yeah, and you know, literally you just got set up with a partner, and then you know four hours later they're fucking dead. It's like oh my god, like the the the, the shit that these people are having to put up with, like what the fuck? I still I still blame uh, his murder on her. By the way, we'll get to that. Okay, okay. Hold your horses there. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, then we're, we kind of, we cut over to uh, the OCP offices um, where we're, uh, we've got, <laughs> I, I, I love this guy, Kenny, you know, who's just so, so innocent, just, just the most, just bushy eyed, you know, oh, hey, what's going on, guys? You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you're going to be dead faster than Murphy soon. I know, I know. <laughs> um. But yeah, we've got uh, we've got uh, Bob Morton, Johnson, and Kenny. Um, uh, Kenny's the one soon to be deceased. Miguel Ferrara is playing, uh, of course, Bob Morton. Um, but he's just kind of like an up and coming CEO. Um, all these people are either a Patrick Bateman's or B they purge <laughs> or they purge. They all purge. Like there's nothing You're about not these guys, dude. There, no, I'm, I would I just there's no fucking way that these guys don't do that shit. Dude, I reckon I reckon if you went to shake one of these guys' hands. The slime on their hands and bodies would just like fucking, you know, it'll just, you wouldn't even be able to make contact. Yeah. These people are so fucking slimy. Like, seriously, it just jumps off the screen. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the like, and, oh, thanks. I got some beard wax now, I guess. Thank you. Um, yeah, thanks. Just <laughs> but, put it in my hair. 
we see that um, Bob Morton, Johnson, Kenny, they're all kind of up and coming, uh, I guess, CEOs, vice presidents, whatever. I guess, I think just vice presidents, um, up and coming in the company. Um, they're talking about, you know, old man Jones, or talking about Jones and the old man. Um, oh, you better watch out. You know, Jones will make fish food out of you. You know, there's there's some kind, we, we kind of get the first inklings that, um, that, um, that Robert has this idea for the RoboCop project, you know, fuck them. It's a better plan, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, for whatever reason they're going with, um, with Dick's, um, with Dick's Ed 209 program, uh, you know, Oh, maybe, maybe they're releasing the Ed 209 series early. No, get out of here. They never do anything early. You know, he's just, <laughs> he's just showing off, you know, what's going to be happening. Um, but, um, but this first shot is fucking great of them walking in when they walk off the elevator from the time, you know, they walk into the room, you know, fuck Jones, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, you hear Johnson go, easy, Robert, you know, and, and, and as soon as as soon as soon it turns, there's Dick and the old man, and it's the same shot. Mm. It never breaks frame. We just, yeah, like, kind cool. of spin and walk. It. Oh, it's so great. Like, I, I yeah. love continuous shots. I'm such a fan of those. Oh, me too. Yeah, me too. Um, but the old man's asking about how's everything going with the police. Uh, just the usual bitching. We'll get everything straightened out, blah, blah, blah. Um what do you think about the the, the 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 man who runs this company, the old man? Do you think he is in with these kind of guys that much? I think do you he's, really think that to be he honest, is I think he's the less the least not the most innocent person in this. But do you think he has good intentions <laughs> like, uh, and he's just kind of? It's it's very obvious that you know everyone in this room um, is like one second away from sucking this guy's dick. Yeah, like, like just the cl- just constant clapping. Everything dude, he says, they're right. clapping. The the clapping is what gets me in this scene, especially the uh, the 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 mid shot of um, oh fuck, what's his name? Who's the guy that creates Robocop again? Uh, Robert um, Morton. Yeah, Morton. Like that. Just that. Just that. Like fucking continuous ten second shot of him just like thrusting his hands together, just clapping. Like, it's yeah. just fucking like you, you can see the love and lust in his eyes for this man. Yeah, and he like nobody else is clapping. He has to like elbow yeah. Johnson. He's like, yeah, clap, clap, yeah, yeah everybody he's clap. Like, he's like, he's like, get in, get in on this, get in on this. Come on, if you clap, maybe I'll, maybe I'll be made CEO. Like that, that's the, that's the fucking, that's what we're working with here. Like, yeah, that's the, we're all parasites that's the le- here. <laughs> yeah, that's the le- that's the level of cocksuckery that's happening over here. Right. Um, but basically, you know, the old man's, you know, I think it's time that we gave something back. And you know, everybody, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I love, um, you know, as Dick Jones gets gets up to speak, you know, he's talking about how they've privatized a lot of the military, you know, things that were not normally uh, considered commercial base kind of things, um, you know, space, the Marines, privatizing the police force. Um, I love the shot as... Robert Morton is just ignoring him, and the old man just looks at him and ra- has that eyebrow raised and raises his head. And Morton turns around. He's like, "Fuck, I, God damn it!" Like he's like, "I have to watch him." Yeah, um, I think that I think that's totally great, you know, because he wants nothing to do with this. I, and I love Miguel Ferrara. I think he's I, he was in the Sand, Blank Check. You know, it's so much stuff that I grew up watching. Um, and of course, this from Robocop. I think this is kind of the thing he's moan. He's 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 um, known most He's for. He's known most for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> known most for. Um, I was trying to say moan nose for. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I heard it, <laughs> dude. No, I have you're to. Not, st- you're not. You're not. You're not getting that shit past me, man. No, I fucking, right. dude. I can't. I can't tell you how many times I have to stop, and I'm like, it's 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 not belly gene, it's jelly beans. God damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this is awesome. This is the legendary introduction to Ed Two O Nine. This thing. I think is, when you talk. I think when you talk iconic scenes, this is way up there, right? Like, 
Oh yeah, the sound when just the oh. as they open the doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, you know, a lot of this, uh, a lot of this is like stop motion, and, and they do have some scenes where they actually film something totally separate with uh, with a model yeah. and kind of superimpose the image on it. They did a lot of fuckery for this, and some of it doesn't stand the test of time. I think some of it definitely does, um, because and the stuff that stands the test of time is the stuff that's practical. Um, like the the scene later on with Ed 209 falling down the stairs, that's a, that's a miniature on a miniature set that they built. And they just flipped it down. You know, the thing was about six or eight inches tall, and they just flipped it down a flight of steps, and they said it looked great. And mm. I was like, holy shit, you know, that's great. Um, yeah. But uh, this whole Ed 209 look was based off of, uh, you know, kind of like the – uh, the gunners on the side of helicopters sitting in the pods. You know, they have the you know, oh, okay, the gun yeah. shooting down. And based off of some Japanese robot uh, anime comics that were coming out at the time. Um, I, got a, uh, I got a question for you, Colin. Yeah, what's up? Why does Ed 209 roar like an animal? D- um, is this like an actual question or are you just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just like, what the fuck? Yeah, like it's one of the. He, just, roars, he roars like a lion. Like I'm just like, oh, is that intimidate? Is it, I guess it's supposed to be intimidating. Yeah, the whole grrr thing as it like settles yeah. down. Everybody. Yeah. Oh my god! But the the prop looks amazing. Um, it looks great. Yeah. It, oh god, it looks so good. If they could only get that fucking thing to move, like oh my god, it looks so good. Um, also, um, Ed Two O Nine, like, <laughs> I just I I kind of, you know. It's it it stands out to me. Um, what level of <laughs> if you deploy one of these things in the city, what uh, what's the cutoff? Uh, yeah, what's the collateral damage, dude? <laughs> well, no, well, no, that and like, what's the cutoff crime that gets you shot? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is there is it everything below sexual assault that gets you off? Because like. Later, he parks his car, and it literally goes to shoot him. You have 20 seconds to comply. You've parked in a fucking private parking spot. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, right. I just I hate to see someone, like, spitting gum out, and it just blows yeah. their fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know what? That's 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 the 80s. Like, th- that, I love that. <laughs> shit like that, I fucking love it. It, it's, it just adds to it so much. Like, it, it, it's goofy as hell, but it's just fucking, it's great. Oh yeah, I'd love to hear him like you have been caught jaywalking and just yeah. fucking Literally. annihilating. Literally, you haven't paid your alimony. <laughs> fucking nuke, nuke from orbit. It calls in a fucking nuke strike, <laughs> dude. And that's that's the thing. Like, what? Because this thing, I mean, it has rockets on the side of it. The fucking, du- yeah. I mean, like quad barrel machine guns. You know, you've got you got two on each arm. You've got four barrels coming at you. Like, what the fuck? And not to mention, if this thing could, st- I mean, if it's st- as a kid, I was like, what if the thing stepped on you? I mean, good God, man. Like, I mean, the guns and everything aside, if that thing just got one leg up and crushed you, like, oh, my God, it's a fucking... It looked, To me, it's always looked like a giant microphone. I don't know why. It looks like a big-ass <laughs> microphone with guns and legs. Um, but I love the look of the of the kind of inverted legs. You know, they, they just uh, backwards knees almost, the way that, the way that it walks. Um, mm, yeah. I, lo- I love the look of it. But poor fucking Kenny, man. It's Mr. Kenny, oh, yes, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, he's so keen. He's so excited. Like he's just like, yep, yep. But dude, he fucking gives him a desert eagle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why the like, fuck do you have that? Handy. <laughs> he just had a handy. The fucking fifty caliber bullet. Like I'm just like, why do you have a 50, 50 cal? 
Yeah. Desert Eagle. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's fucking Detroit. But there's <laughs> no way. Like, you guys have some kind of, like, Omega level security shutdown yeah. if anybody gets past the 40th floor. <laughs> like, yeah, right. there's I'm no sure, fucking like, way. Like, uh, why does Ed, why does Ed209 need to be commanded to stop? Because, like, Kenny, Kenny points the gun at, at, uh, what's his name first? Mm-hmm. Like, but. Ed two hundred nine doesn't do anything. Like, is he shut down at that point, or I don't? Know. Yeah, I don't really know. You think pointing a gun at one of the CEOs yeah. of the top company that built you would right. have garnered some kind of reaction? But yeah, it's yeah. fucking nuts. And yeah, Kenny gets fucking annihilated. Dude, Dude the ultra violence here is out fucking standing. Like, they must have like just kind of like built some kind of doll or i don't know like the 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 squibs the blood squibs are just so crazy it's like let's fucking load this guy up with blood squibs and just see what happens (laughs) the actor uh and this is a great documentary if any of you guys have the chance to watch this there's two fucking great documentaries about this movie uh one is called flesh and steel it's free on youtube it's just 30 minutes long you know it's probably some special features off the 10th or 20th anniversary of robocop um but there's a great extensive one called robodoc um which is from the same guys who made you're so cool brewster which is a coverage of fright night and fright night 2 uh these guys do expansive i mean detailed documentaries about the movies that they love and a lot of them coming out from you know around the time of the mid 80s to late 80s and early 80s but um the actor uh who plays kenny he basically said that um he, uh, he he asked him, he's like, has anybody ever been loaded up with this many squibs ever? And at that time, no, nobody ever had. He like It was really him on the table spazzing out with the squibs going off. I think they said it was something close to like 60 squibs on him. Holy um, shit. I know. I was like, what the fuck, man? Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought that was nuts, the fact that, you know, again, at this time, that was the highest amount of squibs that had ever been putting on anything. And of course... Uh, right out the gate, this this movie was given like you know an X rating. They said it would never you know never be put out in theaters. They had to cut a lot of stuff down. Um, I've never watched like an unrated version, but I've seen the unrated scenes from it, and uh, it is I mean a lot more violent, even more violent than the theatrical cut, which is saying something. Oh, I've got the unrated version. I'm oh, watching it on the unrated. Fuck, it's, man. It's 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 fucking brutal. Oh like, yeah, Jesus. like this, um, this the stuff that they cut is just enough to get them an R. But I mean, it was mm. I mean for the little bit that they cut, it is pretty damn violent. Yeah, like seriously, Kenny looks like a pudding. Like at the end yeah, of it, yeah, for sure, dude. He he literally just looks like some figgy pudding, fucking laid out on the goddamn table. But yeah, um, but yeah, I love, I love I love the I love the old man's reaction. Like it's not even there's like no kind of like. <laughs> it's there's regret but there's like no sorrow for kenny it's just like oh you fuck yeah he's he has regret over the incompetence and the mistake and the error right. but exactly. but not the you know oh wow yeah we need to send his family you know like two million dollars yeah. now so they don't fucking sue us yeah. um <laughs> it reminds me of uh, um of um okay it's a terrible fucking movie but transformers <laughs> mm. um there's one sequence where someone jumps out of a oh he gets thrown out of a window and john malkovich is in it unfortunately and he's mm. like just straight away he's like get legal <laughs> <laughs> he just like tell gets get get the legal department <laughs> i love um i absolutely love the reaction as soon as as soon as he's done getting brutally murdered 
Could someone call an ambulance? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's what great. The fuck? Like, oh, what is an ambulance gonna do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Can someone call sanitation and the and maintenance yeah. to mop this shit up? Like, can it's fucking call nuts. The fucking morgue, like right now. <laughs> like Jesus. It was. It's crazy because uh, Paul Verhoeven said he thought that was the funniest line of the movie. He thought oh, really? it was so fucking hysterical. <laughs> can, can we get an ambulance in here? Um, That's great. But yeah, That's awesome. I I love Dick Jones talking to the old man. Dick. I'm very disappointed. Oh, it's just a glitch, a temporary setback. You call this a glitch? I love their whole exchange of dialogue, you know, and, you know, the interest rates on the loans alone will, you know, cost us up to $50 million, and that's where Morton finds his way to obviously just sneak Snake right up through the cracks of the foundation that's going on. And, oh, hey, you know, as a contingency, have you ever heard of the plan RoboCop that I designed to as a contingency to stuff just like this? You know, seize an opportunity, goes for it. Um, Man's an opportunist. Yeah, and unfortunately, it ends up kind of being the thing that gets him fucking, I mean, god damn, the way he dies is pretty fucking terrible. It's like torture death. Um, but, I mean, that's he, he just doesn't heed the warnings. They're like, man, don't fuck with old man. Don't fuck with dick, man. Like, that, don't fuck with him. Like, he'll make sushi out of you, you know? And um, <clears throat> I think that whole exchange between them is great, and the look on Dick Jones' face as they walk off um, is fucking brilliant. You know, it's so, it's just great, ominous and foresh- foreshadowing of what's going to happen. You can tell this is not over between uh, Morton and Dick Jones. But, um, yeah, we get a we get a cut in on um, on on Murphy and uh, oh god, I can't keep calling her Nancy Allen. Uh, Murphy and Lewis, um, <clears throat> you know, he's kind of showing off the you know the 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 gun moves that he's got. Oh yeah, it's from a show my son likes called TJ Laser, and he's like, okay, I got a kick out of it too. You know, he's he's a humble guy. You know, he can admit when he likes something. You know, you, you get a you get a good nice guy vibe and and, and uh, a kind of guy next door kind of vibe from him. Um, which is great, you know, and they yeah, they get to call in, they drop their coffees, they go and take off. And this whole scene with them and the money truck, you know, you burnt the fucking money. Um, I love Kurtwood Smith in this movie. He, I honestly, I, I don't want to say I like him more than, than RoboCop, but dude, it's fucking close, man. Like He's great. He's, he's so, so good. fucking good, man. Uh, it's, and not a guy who plays villains a shit ton, you know, just really not. And I really wish that he would. He, he comes across as so fucking menacing, um, and terrifying, but not, not just a, oh, I'm just some low level thug who likes to kill people for fun. He's like, no, I'm, I'm a blue collar businessman. Like this right. is, yeah, the- he's just raw. He, like, it feels like he's just raw. Like he's not, he's not using his physical strength. He's just like. I'm a fucking businessman, but I'm a criminal at the same time. Like, I will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. That's what they said about the glasses. They said they, they added the glasses kind of uh, at the at the end of it because they were like, you know, he needs to appear kind of intelligent. You know, and that's why none of the other guys, you know, they have the berets. You know, they have the all black and the earrings. And, you know, he kind of – he's the only one that kind of looks somewhat normal who could put on a suit and walk right into a – um, and walk right into a, a business and nobody would think anything of it. Um, but yeah, there's this whole scene. They've robbed a bank, uh, burnt the money. Uh, Bobby, who I guess is in charge of explosives, fucked up. Uh, and that's when we get Murphy and Lewis kind of on their tail. And I love the, oh, we'll never outrun them in this tank. We'll slow down, you know, and, um, you know, just their plan just to fucking, okay, well, we can't escape it. Well, we're just going to fucking shoot through it. You know, like, okay, of course you're an American criminal. That's going to be your mindset. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but just this whole shootout between them, Bobby gets shot, and there comes that infamous, you know, oh, it's... There's a... Oh, go ahead, uh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, there's a... 
It's so eighties, dude. Like when they when they kick open the uh the the back doors of the of the of the truck of the van, um, and then they just start firing their shotguns. They are firing for like a good like two to three seconds. Then, yeah, like, before they cuts... realize, oh, nothing's before... in front of oh, me. Oh. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb, man. Like it's so eighties, dude. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the the force of one of those shotgun slugs might mm. kill two people standing right yeah. next to each other, and they just yeah, three yeah. or four slugs each. Like, oh my god. And um, then um, you got you got you got Murphy leaning out of the car with the two two guns. This this reminds me of um, Hot Fuzz uh, and fucking, uh, <laughs> Nick Frost's character. He's like proper action and shit. <laughs> Dude, uh, have you ever once fired your gun while jumping through the air? No, yeah. that seems so great. Um, yeah. But yeah, then we get a little bit of this police chase. Them kind of playing tag with each other until, um, you know, they fucking pick. Can you fly, Bobby? I'm like, oh my mm. god, it's that's cool. his voice is cool. Dude, yeah. Uh, Clarence, no! Uh, Like, dude, the whole thing is fucking... uh, Another thing that just wrenched my guts as a kid. I was like, oh, God, that's fucking terrifying to me, man. Like, just as somebody is pleading for you to stop doing something, you fucking throw them out of a car into a windshield. I was like, God damn. Um, But, yeah, our our antagonists, you know, drive off. Um, you know, and we're, we're, we get, a, we get these shots of Murphy and Lewis kind of pulling up to the scene, you know, backup is unavailable, blah, 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 you know, which is, which is insane. Not, not backup is in route. None of the stuff, you know, it's just not there. There's no backup to be had. You know, they're, they're so short staffed right now. You know, they just literally just lost someone this morning. It's like, God damn. Um, and what I, I, what I love is like, oh yeah, we, we uh, we've, uh, we've tracked him down to the old mill. It's like the old mill. Like there's one in all of Detroit. Yeah. Like oh, there's right. fucking one of them. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, I gotta say, let's put you and I in the situation. You're a cop. I'm a cop. There's four of them with, uh, definitely pistols, definitely shotguns, probably automatic weapons. And we both have two, probably it looks like nine millimeter or 45s. Fuck that. Fuck dude. that and a and a basket full of eggs, dude. Fuck dude, that. Remember, remember when I said, "Oh, I, I think she's the reason that she got him killed." Mm. Hey, this is the fucking moment. He's like, "Your call," and she's like, "Let's do it." And I'm like, "What? Yeah, you're going to go in with a semi semi automatic handgun while you just seen these guys like lay waste to you, like with fucking shotguns." I, I, I can't. This is suicide right here. What you're doing yeah. right here is fucking suicide. Like <laughs> this is, but it's 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 eighties as shit. Like, can we just talk about the fact that this movie is eighties as shit? Like, you literally got a cocaine factory later. If you don't have a cocaine factory <laughs> in your movie, then you're not in the eighties. Right. Yeah, I just pictured like at one point when all of the guys are shooting down at RoboCop to see like Al Pacino and and his fucking character. <laughs> oh, okay, come on, man. <laughs> and just oh, okay. Fucking... Okay. <laughs> I just totally expected to see that, and um, and yeah, like I I never really thought about that before. You know, just oh yeah, it's your call. Yep, let's do it. It's like uh, I, but I'm amazed Murphy's not. Uh, hey, uh, can we talk about yeah. this for a second? Yeah. Like, you wanna just uh, you wanna just chill. Yeah, hey, you just want to hang out in five, ten minutes. You know, I don't think these guys are leaving. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure we can just hang out for a minute. But, yeah. God, we have time to go back to the station and get bigger guns. God damn it! Like, yeah. let's be proactive. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just this. Even if I had two each of their guns, I would not fucking go in there. There's no way. Um, no fucking way. No, but uh, even if I had two more people, just to even the odds with those shit guns. Um, oh fuck no. that! Yeah, um, 
especially in close quarters, that shotgun's going to fuck that pistol up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I uh, we, we yeah we get Murphy and Lewis just kind of moving through the mill. Um, I, I, I and I, I love the way that these shots look, just how dank and desolate everything looks. Yeah. Uh, really seeing what what has happened to like the bad side of what they call old Detroit. Um, and in a lot of this, uh, I guess we should say at the top of this as well, the old man's plans are to demolish old Detroit and build, build a, a new Delta city, which is, uh, you know, just basically OCP is looking to take over everything. I guess they want to just control this entire city. Um, which I, I, I guess that's a smart move. What's good for, you know, what's good for Detroit, I guess is good for OCP anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I love this. Uh, I love this. These scenes of them going in and kind of hunting around. And I, God, I just I I hate Nancy Allen's character for the whole gum pop, the gum pop thing. Like, why? Like, don't even like. You know what's mm. way? You know what's yeah. way scarier than hearing a gumball pop? The hammer on a gun getting cocked mm. down. Like, <laughs> I think it's a, a it's it's an '80s thing. I think I'm just gonna fucking leave it at that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, Leon's up there. He's taking a piss. Uh, she ends up snake. Uh, she ends up sneaking a peek, and it costs her. He smacks the fuck out of her and sends her <laughs> flying down. Um, she wanted to get a peek of that old python. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, I just couldn't couldn't keep your eyes off the prize, could you? Nope. Nope. Um, nope. 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 nope, nope. Uh, Dude, this is a woman in the eighties in in film. Like, come on. Right, yeah, it's like, oh, cool, way to stereotype, guys, thanks. Yeah. Um, but I love Leon's laugh after he smacks her off, that, ha, 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 I wish I could laugh as loud as him, but my mic would explode, like, there's no fucking way my mic I was would literally, just die. I was, I was literally watching the mic levels as I was doing that, so I was, like, <laughs> trying to keep it under the red. <laughs> um. But yeah, then we get cut to Murphy. Murphy's coming up on these guys, uh, <clears throat> you know, just hanging out watching some TV. Um, they don't ever really name the character that he shoots, the guy with the hat, but the one who, with the black leather jacket, uh, um, that, that that's a meal. I've always thought that this guy looked like fucking Seth Rogen, like a skinny Seth Rogen. Like the more oh, I looked at him, I was like, God, you look like fucking Seth Rogen to me. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's Paul McCrane. Paul McCrane's also um, he's uh, he's Leonard Betts in the X Files. He was on ER. Guy's a great actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. Been very busy, uh, very busy actor. But uh, I love Emil in this movie. He's one of the best villains as well. Uh, but Murphy runs up, you know, you know, drop it. Guy gets a shotgun. Murphy wastes him, shoots him through the fucking TV as well. I thought that was cool. The TV explodes yeah. behind him. Um, and Murphy delivers that fucking great line that Emil's never going to forget. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. And I was like, ah, oh, that's Iconic. so fucking Iconic so, as shit. Dude, yeah. Um and um and basically, you know, Emil Emil gives up, you know, Murphy's got the drop on him. Um, but fucking not for long though. Uh, I, sh- you should know better than t- there's no fucking way. Like I, I like, there's no way I would have, I would have tried taking on the other cause now add, add the random dude who was there with the hat on. You got five fucking people in her now. Like, Oh my God, you've only killed one of them. One's in custody. So you got three more and you have a partner down, which he doesn't know, but still it's like, Oh man. You are fucking up Shit's Creek without a paddle, son. Like, there is no fucking way you're ever going to get out of this shit. Um, but I, uh, I I love as, um, you know, as Murphy's all kind of 
calm and confident and thinking he's got the job, um, you know, they just descend on him. You know, why don't you let us take it from here, Emil? And I love Emil's move, the spin, and he knocks the gun back and totally disarms him. Um, and you feel like, oh, man, like this feels like a prison shower scene that's about to go down. Like this, this <laughs> I don't know, man, about this. Like I, I always... never knew what came of Andy Dufresne that day. <laughs> I can tell you one thing. The sisters never bothered Andy again. <laughs> and Boggs never walked again. Oh, boy. Um, oh, yeah, we'll do that one one day, but I'm saving that for a while. I fucking love that movie. Um, but, yeah, we um, – we get uh, basically they get the drop on Murphy, uh, no fucking surprise really. Um, <clears throat> one of these guys who uh, I like I'm I know the, the actor's name is Ray Wise. He plays uh, Leon. Um, act, and actually, I said that Leon is not the one with the crazy laugh. That is uh, that is uh, Joe P. Cox is is his character's name, which is highly specific. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I love the the guy who Ray Wise. He's uh, He's the white guy with like darker hair and the one earring. He's been in a lot of stuff, uh, Jeepers Creepers and um, and Powder and a lot of really good movies. He was in a great show called Reaper that was uh, only on for a couple of seasons, but a really good show. My buddy Chris got me on to. Um, <coughs> but basically, yeah, they're uh, they're gonna. Uh, I, I, even now, as I as I watch this, like the 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 ominous feeling of just like, oh god, it's man. such a good build up to it. Like even though you don't really know what's gonna happen, but you you know you know that he's not in good, he's not in for a good time. But like just the way it's kind of set up, um, and he's and you know Kurtwood Smith's got him kind of like pinned down, and he's like doing that. Oh god, dude, it's fucking brutal. Like the whole. And then the dialogue exchange between them, you know, um, yeah, I, I love as he's as he's talking. He's like, "Wow, you must be a great cop, some kind of super cop. Think you can come in here all on your own?" Like uh, his dialogue is fucking great. Um, he gets him on the ground. You know, you must think I'm not a really nice guy, do you? And buddy, I think you're slime. <laughs> I, fucking, I love because he 80s knows as shit. Yeah, and fuck it, dude. You know you're not getting out of this alive. Talk some shit. Yeah. Like fuck him, yeah. man. Uh, there's no saving face at this point, like, but yeah, the whole infamous and 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 like, this is a really funny story. When I was a kid, my brother Austin and I are, are playing this in our backyard. We're playing RoboCop. We think it's so fucking awesome. My brother comes up and kind of gives me like, you know, we were roughhouse and we were kids, and kind of gives me like a little kick, and I fall backwards and sit right on a fucking bee. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and he puts the foot on my arm as I'm trying to get up, and nah, 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 nah. I'm like, dude, seriously, get off me! Like my ass hurts. <laughs> like, <laughs> my fucking ass hurts, dude. Get off me. Um, but just fucking brutal blowing off Murphy's arm like that. Um, and just seeing his arm just disappear, just get erased, yeah. like somebody it's just such a cool shot. Oh man, uh, the same history teacher that I I talked about in yesterday's episode of Tropic Thunder, he was like, "Man, that's that's really what it looks like when it just looks like somebody just erases somebody." I was like, "Holy shit!" And he was a Vietnam vet, and I was like, "I trust your opinion." Like, fuck, man, that's <laughs> what it seems like with Murphy's arm; it just fucking disappears like into nothing. Um, but, you know, they're, they're just all just laughing hysterically. You know, as this guy, you know, he gets up and he's obviously in shock. Um, hey, man, turn around, turn around. And they just unload, like, 
I mean, it's just so over the top. There's no way. I would, I, I've, I've watched this movie with friends of mine before. It was like, dude, there's no way he would be alive. I'm like, well, fucking of course, dude. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no goddamn way this guy's going to be alive. Um, uh, there's also something else I'd like to point out, just, just for a matter of convenience. I mean, hmm. none of them hit his face. Oh, yeah, right? Like, hey, hey, yeah, I just leave something for my mother. You know, leave something hey, yeah, for my mother. <laughs> leave, yeah, yeah, no, 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 you know what? We, we know we know that uh, fucking Clarence is about to shoot him in the face. Like, So let's just let's just all shoot him in the chest, get him down, and uh, old, old fucking Clarence over here can finish him off. Like, seriously? Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll shoot him in all of his arms and legs, and what's crazy, they, they blow the forearm up off and then blow the entire arm off. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually uh, I'm I'm watching the unrated version o- online right now. I've got the I've got the theatrical one on DVD. Uh, but, right, right, right. But dude, <clears throat> you know, and of course they just unload on him. The Kevlar helps. You know, he would have definitely been fucking dead right away. Um, but yeah, the they just unload on this fucking guy, and even they're amazed. You know, hey Clarence, he's still alive. <laughs> like what the fuck? Um, and just the shot. This is actually, if you're watching the, well, whether or not you're watching the unrated or the theatrical cut, um, this is a full body torso effect. This is not Peter Weller oh. at all. Um, that's why the effect looks as good as it does. Uh, from the face, you can kind of tell it's just kind of a doll. It's, you know, it's just, uh, practical effects. Um, mm. but when he pulls that trigger and you see his head just, oh my God, man, that is fucking, that is hard to watch. And the impact as Peter Weller just, doom, hits the ground and those eyes are he's gone man like as i'm looking at him like oh he's fucking gone Uh, it's so brutal he does such a great job of just lifeless like holy shit um but um but an interesting note um you know after you know and and and, well before i get into that um you know uh lewis comes up sees murphy there sees that he's dead um obviously couldn't get involved with this or she's gonna be fucking dead herself there's no way Um, oh so now she's using some restraint Thanks, yeah. Oh, thanks, yeah. Now, thanks, Lewis. <laughs> now, now you are. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I fucking, I love the, um, I, I, <clears throat> I love the whole, the whole shot of him just fucking hitting the ground and just, just eating shit because it's his head, just the way his head rocks when he hits it. It's just like, oh, like goddamn man, like that's that's really hard to watch. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I thought was really awesome is uh, Paul Verhoeven wanted a real medical team to be the people who lifelight him uh to this so that is a hands-on 100 percent real um oh that's uh, cool yeah because i was like dude there's just no way these guys don't seem like actors um they don't see you know they're not being over dramatic they're way too professional they're way too concise you know it's like these guys are 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 awesome are nailing this down so perfectly um <clears throat> and i uh, i i always liked that kind of um i always realism liked, yeah, that realism, uh, that shit is just so great because, um, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really expecting that out of a movie like this, you know, they could have just hired actors or whatever, but it is, <clears throat> it's such a great scene, you know, you could have just showed him being rushed through the halls of a hospital, but now we get a fucking full on like helicopter view landing on the top of the, the hospital, like getting him in. I was like, holy shit, like this is a great, actually that's a great cool. scene for, for yeah. something, for something that's only a few seconds long. Uh, it's yeah. a fucking great scene, but, uh, what the did music you, is awesome. What, what did you think of the death scene with his, with Murphy's murder? Oh my god! Just uh, excess. It's just completely excess, and uh, I think that's what makes it stand out uh, in in my mind. I mean, like this is 
uh, not to bring it up again, but the remake. Um, I can't remember shit about the remake, but in this movie, there's just so much that's memorable, and it's because of 80s excess. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just completely... Let's fucking destroy this guy beyond repair. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just... Dude, I will never forget. There was a there was a, an episode of Family Guy, and uh, they do a cutaway because they do love doing cutaways. And something about like I think they oh they're playing paintball in their house. Yes. Yeah, and like seriously, there's like a moment where <laughs> they cut away and like Peter Weller's is in the kitchen just getting absolutely destroyed. <laughs> oh yeah, they're um, yeah they're playing paintball and quite yeah, gets shot. Find, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I find it online, I'll post it in the after party. Oh it's man, just, I it's love that fucking. Fuck hey, you're doing great. better than Peter Weller at a robo. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just seriously him just getting fucking destroyed. Um, but yeah, man, like it's 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 crazy. I, I, there's no other word for it besides crazy. Like it's just um, here are here are some good fucking villains like making sure that their 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 antagonist is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know what I mean. Like there's none of that. There's none of that. Oh, you know, let's fucking shoot him once and walk away and hope that he's dead and hopefully he doesn't come back and avenge us. No, that doesn't happen. He's fucking... We want to make sure he's dead. Um, Right. And for all intents and purposes, it's like, this guy should be fucking dead, dead. Like, even even nowadays, like, if this movie's made in 87, 30 years later, we still don't have the technology to do this. Like, there's there's no way to bring somebody back like that. Like, even if you can transfer consciousness into something else, the brain is gone. Like, there's no fucking way, man. Um but I, I, yeah, and that's that's another thing that's crazy. Obviously, uh, in this fictional future, we have the technology to resuscitate people from the dead. Like he is dead. He's flatlined. Like there's nothing. You know, he's. I don't think he even has hearts, lungs, kidneys. Like it's literally just. I guess the central nervous system and the brain. Uh, and that's really about it. And but even that's been damaged. Like how the fuck is this guy up and walking around? You know, I you just you gotta let go of some of that stuff. But at the same time, it's like, oh, of course <clears throat> we have the technology to let people live as long as they want, but we, we're definitely going to keep it under our belt and use it for military purposes and selling it to somebody else who's, who's not a common person. Like, um, I think that's just crazy. I've always laughed at that. It's like, you know, obviously they could do this with, with everybody and, and fix so many people, and they're like, nah, fuck it, we're just going to privatize it. <clears throat> but, um, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, we get these kind of last scenes murphy you know hey can you do that dad you know and he's seeing the he's seeing his life flash before his eyes um it's so unsettling you know just the shot of peter weller's face his eyes wide open the tubes being rammed down his throat mm, yeah. um it's fuck just <clears throat> oh, just great like kind of body horror just stuff being inserted into you and pulled out and uh um but yeah murphy's pronounced dead and as soon as he flatlines, the next scene, we get a hard cut to the boot, and him being booted up as RoboCop. Um, we get a lot of these introductory scenes of um, of Robert Morton's crew, uh, what you know, what their plans are for him. Um, you know, they decide they're going to, I think, oh, yeah, we were able to save the left arm. You know, what? I thought we agreed on total body prothe- prosthesis. Now lose the arm. It's like, yeah. oh, shit, man, just fucking brutal. And. I love the, you know, what what can we do with him? Well, he's technically, he's legally dead. He signed the affidavit. Legally, we can do anything we want to with him. Like, fuck, man. Like, you guys have no fucks given about this shit. Um, no conscience whatsoever. Yeah, and one one thing, I can't believe I skipped over this. I gotta, I gotta put a fucking pin in this right now because 
I, a thing that I, I missed all the time as a kid is Robert Morton at the beginning talking to Dick Jones and the old man saying, you know, we've taken top candidates and put them in high risk factor you know, situations. Like they want him to die. And mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck, man? And it's crazy because this never gets – it's kind of pissing me off now that I thought about it. Like I wish I wouldn't have even thought about it because – you have someone who's betrayed by the law, like they're betrayed by the people who are they're funding the police. They're doing all the stuff, but at the same time, he remains a kind of servant to the police. Like even though, I mean, it's not really the police officers that did it; it's this money hungry company behind it. But still, I mean, he remains a servant to them. RoboCop two, RoboCop three. We had a TV show. You know, there was all types of stuff, and I was like, I always thought that was kind of fucked up. You know, he he gets revenge on the people. Um, who are kind of held responsible for his initial murder, but like, who are the people who got you there in the first place? Like, it was, it was Robert Morton. You know, it was Robert Morton's idea. Is all the stuff, you know, the old man. That's why, like, I used to kind of look at the old man and be like, ah, he just, I don't think he really knows what these people are doing under his nose. Like, I don't think he really understands what these people are doing. And I was, and then I go back to that scene. I'm like, no, he straight up told him we put top candidates in high risk factor situations. I'm like, yeah, that is, yeah. so he doesn't fucked, have, dude. he doesn't have deniability. He's well aware. Right. I'm like, dude, that is so fucked, man. Like I, and that part gets me so much more as an adult now than when I'm a kid, you know, I'm just like, ah, cool. Do your leg gun thing. Calm you know? down, Colin. Calm uh, down and move on, son. Oh God. I'm fucking <laughs> foam. Uh, somebody give me a diet Coke. I'm foaming at the mouth here. Diet uh, Coke. <laughs> but um but yeah um but, but yeah we kind of get these first scenes of them building him we see the new year's eve party i love this because this is more world building this is him just slipping in and out of consciousness the whole time and we're yeah we're, it's, it's a really wo- good way to do um like time passing as well right yeah like um i actually today this morning first thing i did i woke up and i finished uh the dead zone by stephen king um, right. I've been, I've been, my friend Chris got me that, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to mention Chris a lot on this show. Uh, fuck, he helped write the music for it. It's like, he's definitely going to fucking get a lot of shout outs, but, um, he got me the dead zone and it feels very much so like this because the, the character in the dead zone is in a coma for five years. And it's interesting the way Stephen King, I don't want to ruin anything about the book, but it's very interesting how he shows the passage of time. Cause you're in that coma with him for like several chapters and you're like, man, that you would think this would be fucking boring. And it, at times it kind of is, but <clears throat> it's people who, like Paul Verhoeven and Stephen King, that know what to do with this kind of of time and showing the production of him, the time that's going on. Um, you know, I, I love that we see. You know, uh, it's just them building him, and then it's New Year's, and then it's and then it's reveal day. Just all real quick in like ten seconds, we get these really quick shots. Um, but the fucking reveal of him is great, man. I, I know I'm sucking the titty of this movie really hard and fucking <laughs> bleeding it dry, and I'm going to have to move to the other tit soon, but... There's like zero milk in that tit. Yeah, no, there's nothing. It's all wrinkly and stuff, but <clears throat> the fucking... The thing that I love is, you know, it's that, just that first-person view, and there's Robert Morton. Come on, come on, this is for you, you know, and he's walking past... The shot of him on the TV is like, whoa, 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 what the fuck is that? Like, you're like, yeah. what the fuck is that, dude? Yeah. Like, uh, you, cause it's you still really don't clever. see it. Oh, yeah. it's so good, man. And like, as a kid, I remember going, no, 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 go back, go back, go back. Like, what the fuck <laughs> rewind, is that? Rewind, rewind, rewind. Right. 
Um, <clears throat> but I, I thought it was just so cool the way they were able to conceal it. Like it's just enough. It's just an eyeful, and it leaves you. It leaves you wanting more. It's like, oh fuck, dude, what the hell is that? Yeah. Um, Thankfully, they don't make you wait too long. Yeah, for sure. And but they still they still keep it in just enough shadow for just long enough that you're like, okay, seriously, man, like what the fuck? Like I want to see this thing. I'm getting antsy over here. But I love. Um, you know they the uh, Robert Morton, um, all the guys from OCP show up at Murphy's old precinct, um, which is I guess some somewhat of a small fucking miracle um, coincidence I guess, but um, but yeah they they show up and immediately there's just kind of like a, a pissing contest of who's got superiority here. Um, you know the sergeant has uh, has problems with OCP. You know this this guy's this guy's a good cop. You can just tell right off the bat it's like this guy just you know do, doesn't like what he has to do, but he's a cop. He's got to do it. Uh, well, he's black. So yeah, he's, <laughs> it's he's like good, he's good hearted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's like there. I I love I love the the captain uh, or their, their chief of police or, or whatever they whatever they call him. Uh, so, I'm sorry, Sergeant Warren Reed. That's his name. Um, but um, but yeah, we kind of get this pissing contest between OCP and uh, and the police officers. You know, they're talking about uh, you know yeah we're OCP we own the cops. So uh, once you get lost. Um, but just these great, everybody in the whole entire precinct is just having a fucking meltdown. <clears throat> you know, like, yeah, and I, I love, <clears throat> I love as the, um, I, I love as the sergeant is talking, like right in the middle, hey, hey, what is this horse? And he just stopped, you hear the, <laughs> boosh, boosh, Lunk, boosh. The Lunk. I'm like, oh, and the sound design in this movie, yeah. this, this cannot go unnoticed. They handmade these sounds. These are not, this is not just yeah. like a sample of sounds. They went out and took like bike chains and stuff and, cool. and made this, you know, I they love got, when they do shit like that. Yeah, it's fucking great, man. Like it, it adds so much of an authentic feel to it because it's like, what is that sound? Like, what can that possibly be? You know, it's like you hear the Wilhelm scream and stuff a lot. You know, the sound of when a car breaks down has been used a thousand times. The same sound in a lot of movies, um, <clears throat> but to get just this brand new kind of sound design uh, is fucking great. And it sounds, I mean, just the booch, booch, and you're like, holy shit, what the fuck is that? And the, the glimpses of him through the glass are great you know th- everyone's just staring at him and i mean just walking and staring not taking their eyes off of him and i love he just turns and goes into that door and there's that one i, th- I guess he's like a criminal in the background is what is this horse shit <laughs> <laughs> i love i love that guy because even the criminals are like oh fuck you know what the fuck is going on um but um, but yeah, this is kind of we're kind of just getting like the teases of the RoboCop, and I love the, I I love the chaos of all the cops running. I don't know what it is about that. Like I love the. It's whole... a cool shot. Yeah, you just see them kind of like scrambling because they're so they're so curious to see what the fuck this thing is. Right. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's it's great because it's. Um, it's you know it's it, you you feel it alongside them you don't know i mean you kind of have an idea what's going on but everybody's kind of in this together like hey what the fuck is going on man um and it's great um yeah it's great to see you know all the cops and everybody just kind of gathering around to see what what the fuck exactly is going on um but um but yeah i love they're basically <clears throat> they're basically just going to the firing range uh <clears throat> and testing off the uh Testing off the badass RoboCop gun, which I believe is a fully automatic Beretta. Um, oh, I, okay. I could be wrong about that. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it is a fully automatic Beretta. Um, either way, fucking sick gun, man. Oh, yeah, my it's God. Cool. The, the best file? 
Oh man, that's those are some of my favorite. Like when I'm playing, you know, Call of Duty, or I'm playing this, or I'm playing that. Those are some of my favorite guns to have because I'm always going for. Especially I play a lot of zombies. I'm always going for headshots and shit. So, um, but um, but yeah, just that burst fire, and not even just like I mean the the accuracy on the targets is one thing, but it's just it's just splitting them in half and like cutting the body straight off of the heads of these it's, of it's, these it's targets. Awesome. You yes. just see the damage of what this thing can do. Right, you're like holy fuck. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we, we've basically, now we get kind of our first, um, kind of our first really good looks at the Robocop. Patrol. Do what? He does his little patrol, the first patrol. Yeah. And, and it's great. It's just, it's just been such a great setup and a great reveal. They were just able to keep him, to keep him in, uh, to keep him in <clears throat> the shadows long enough that we're still like, what the fuck? Um, and I also, love this. They're just, they're just sending this fucker out for the, the 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 fucking first night he woke up yeah i guess it's just like cool. they, they don't they don't send any other officers with him yeah. like like oh hey by the way quality control quality assurance right this guy could totally freak out and go into a subway and just punch everybody to death you know that yeah. right like but what i one, one thing is great you see the leg gun for the first time you know and you see him mm. spin spin the gun and slide it back in and it's like okay so murphy's obviously still in there but um uh, the great scene is as he's leaving the the keys the sergeant throwing him the keys took them like 50 times to get that right because oh, his, really? his hands were so heavy that he couldn't he couldn't uh, grip right, the right, keys right. fast enough um that's i I think that's great. It's such a good detail that they were like, dude, it's just so frustrating by the end of it. Um, oh yeah, we get this first night on patrol. Uh, we got this guy coming in robbing the convenience store. Guess, dude, guess. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say before we go on, I fucking hate the I'd buy that for a dollar guy. Oh yeah. Oh my god, he's so fucking annoying. It doesn't even make any sense. What are you? I guess he's just kind of like a like a like just a shitty kind of like caricature of of tv back then or, or what what tv is going to become like reality shows and things like that so mm-hmm. um I, I get what they're doing but it's just so fucking shit ah yeah he's and and that, god that's got to be the point like he's so the the, the mustache the glasses the whole bald yeah. thing like the 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 hairline like oh but uh, what I what I fucking what I then I I wondered if you caught this the guy who's holding up this convenience store did you see what he grabs and brings up to the counter did you pay attention to what it is uh no oh, what was it it's a fucking Iron Man comic was it oh yeah that's sick because uh, uh, Iron like, Man is basically fucking Robocop <laughs> right exactly and <clears throat> that's basically that's the whole thing he walks up and it's a bunch of comic books that's there's cool. like there's like Thor and, and a crazy amount of shit but he specifically grabs an Iron Man one that's um, cool but yeah this is kind of our yeah well not kind of but it's really our first night of Robocop in action um, what the fuck <clears throat> what what gun is this I'm okay so I play a lot of Call of Duty and Battlefield and shit. I know my guns kind of well. What the fuck is this gun? Is this a Type 100 from, like, World War One? This, this yeah, thing? Yeah, it's like an oil gun or something from, from World yeah. War Two. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what do you have, an yeah. MP40? Like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's very rare to see, like, a, a side magazine like that these days. Yeah, I, I was, yeah, I was kind of perplexed by that as well. Um, but I, I love just the... The whole time, you know, as soon as he sees RoboCop, uh, you know, fuck you, fuck you, and, and the, the bang, zang, the bullets are just flying off, and he 
he just bends the barrel of the gun and just stops and looks back up at him. And as he runs, he does the whole thing. He just spins around and clotheslines him and sends him through the fucking thing. It's like, you know, you might have done more collateral damage that was in the <laughs> fucking that, <laughs> that was in the red. He fucking literally leaves the fucking the the the, the shop owners just cowering in fear. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, we had forty six dollars in there. That door was tw- this two hundred bucks. Oh. Like, what the fuck. Um, but, and this is, uh, coming up, we've got his second, uh, his second bust of the night. Uh, Another really iconic scene from this is the woman who's, um, being, uh, being attacked by these two guys and they're definitely going to sexually assault her. Like these guys are fucking savages. And another thing as a kid that terrified me, you know, this was, this was kind of one of the first scenes that I saw where it was heading towards, you know, a a rape scene, sexual assault. I was like, oh, this is making me fucking nauseous, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a little kid, you're like, what the? fuck um but yeah just just so so fucking infamous with him shooting through the skirt and hitting the guy in the balls like the other dude just uh, like fuck this dude (laughs) i got a i got a question for you what's that i mean come on robocop what if this woman was a transvestite right (laughs) like like you would have shot that poor woman or or he or transvestite dick off like come on dude yeah oh did you just assume her gender <laughs> i did i did i am a shitlord. i know i know no no robocop it's like robocop just assumes oh, oh no there's nothing <laughs> yeah robocop literally assumes her gender holy shit robocop now, you are not woke now now to be fair the hole in her dress is really far down so like if yeah. indeed there was a penis present it's, this it's is a, a huge dick, dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long he, dick. He he shoots the dick, and she's like, "Nah, nah, it's fine. I needed no, to lose no, a couple it's inches. Cool. It's, <laughs> it's all right. It saves her the operation." Yeah, she's like, "Ah, no, okay, thanks." Um, but yeah, that's that's fu- fucking nuts. Such a such a uh, infamous scene in this movie because that's yeah. just like, oh man, uh, you get that I, iconic line. The, the Your what? move, creep. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Iconic. Yeah, that's so fucking good. Um. But yeah, we're basically just kind of getting, uh, I mean, three scenes really in like under five minutes <clears throat> that are just bang, 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 bang. We're just cutting out. We're just busting through these these quick scenes of... Um, That's what I'm uh, saying, man. This movie's very tight. Like, it's very... Um, once it becomes Robocop, it's very, like, nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's Yeah, it just it, it gains momentum and it just keeps fucking running with it. But... Um, I, I love one thing I really love about the scene is basically we have a town councilman who didn't get reelected. Uh, he's taken the mayor and everybody else hostage. Um, uh, you know, Robocop just, oh, yeah, we got the situation quarantined, blah, blah. And he just literally drives through the police tape and yeah. just breaks it and pulls right up to the front of it. Yeah. Um, but what's no great about fucks this? Given. Yeah. Um, what's great about the scene, though, is that uh, Paul Verhoeven, the shots of. Termin- or Terminator, god damn it. The shots of RoboCop. Um, the shots of RoboCop looking through the walls at them and seeing the thermal scan. That's not that's not just like a super imposed image or anything. He got the actors naked and had them dress up in the body paint and then they added Whoa. these kind of crazy filters over it. What? <clears throat> yeah. He said damn. it was it, it looked better and it was cheaper and it was easier to do and it took less time. They're like, dude, fuck it, man, let's do it. Um That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but he's demanding, you know, a, you know, a, a new car, you know, and I want my old job back. And I'm like, yeah, sure, fuck it, yeah, cool. just let the mayor go and blah blah. Yeah, it's like, sure, well, well, you can continue working here after you've 
fucking kill this person. No worries. Right. Yeah. It's like you've already murdered someone, but yeah, sure. I think we can look the other way if you just let the mayor go. Um, <clears throat> but what's hilarious is RoboCop punches through the, you know, punches one arm through, second arm through, pulls him through, and um, <clears throat> punches the guy out the window. Now, what's hilarious is when he punches him out the window. We don't really see the end of it. We just see those camera crews kind of run up real quick. But if you um, <clears throat> if you watch it, if you, if you watch really closely to where um, it's the news clip of the uh, it's 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 the news clip of the anchor telling the story the next day. If you watch very closely after he falls out of the window, you can see his legs bounce back up into frame from where he's hitting. Oh my like god! A, really? Where he, yeah, where he's hitting just like a mat or something. Um, that's I, 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 yeah, that's fucking hilarious. I've always loved that. But <clears throat> also, what's that? Um, he chucks this guy out the window, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is this guy dead. Yeah, it's like ah. <laughs> Yeah. This guy might not be dead. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're just we're just getting a lot of exposition about uh, RoboCop. You know, RoboCop. He's a new cop in town, and blah blah blah. Part man, part machine. What is he? You know, and we, we get cuts to um, Robert uh, Robert at his desk and him talking about. Oh shit, um, Colin, Colin. I don't want to. I don't want to go past it. Hold, hold, hold the phone. <laughs> the fucking ad. The fucking um, what's what's a board game? Nukem. Nukem. Oh yeah. God. Oh my god. Oh, you have Pakistan. What? Yeah. No more military aid, Buster. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh my god. That is so fucking good. Like it's uh, <laughs> nuke them before they nuke you. Yeah. Oh um, my god. It's that's so good. But uh, I love Morton's line. Hey, there's a new cop in town. His name's RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. It's like there, there's a new guy in town named RoboCop. Blah blah. Yeah. Basically, just riding high off of, uh, you know, off of off of his success. They they actually promote him up to a vice president, and this is this great scene with him talking shit about uh, the uh, talking about Dick Jones as he's mm. taking a shit behind them. Like, oh yeah. man, that's fucking bad. I don't even think Dick wiped. He didn't even fucking move in that mm-hmm. fucking stall. He didn't wipe shit. No, and I'll, I like I'd be so funny if if he just wiped his ass with the hand that he runs through his hair. Like, oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like, oh, he just kind of smears fuck. it around back there for just, a minute, just like shit all on his head. He's trying to look, <laughs> he's trying to look menacing. Yeah, right. He's just got a big fucking just just a little turd in his hand waiting for Robert. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is where we get uh, another confrontation between Robert and Dick Jones. Uh, you know, I was I was young. I was an executive at this company once. Yeah, uh, you know, and we always make fun of the old man. Once I even called him asshole, but there was always respect. And then you know, and basically tells him you crossed the fucking line. Um, you know, he's like your your machine is a bastard. You know, and uh, the old, he's like, uh, you know, who cares if the Ed two hundred nine didn't work? Well, I guaranteed military cells for twenty years. You know, well, it's probably pretty important to the old man, Dick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Dick. <laughs> yeah, I love I love the the use of his name Dick in this. It's so fucking great. Um, you get a letter when Clarence says it as well. Oh, dude, that's that. I I quote that all the time at work. I fucking we're gonna be friends after all, Richard. <laughs> I was like, I fucking love that line, man. Uh, and just Kurt Wood Smith's delivery is so fucking good. But For basically, sure. uh, Dick Jones is warning uh, uh, Robert to stay out of it. You know, fuck you, stay out, stay out of my way. You know, blah blah blah. Again, second or third warning that Robert Morton's got about Dick Jones not heeding it at all. Doesn't give a fuck. 
Um, and what's really interesting, actually, is the actor who plays Dick Jones, um, Ronnie Cox, is actually, he was not, he's, I don't think he's really played many villains. They said he was always just the nice guy, guy next door, you know, he, I think he did a couple of musicals, maybe, um, but I think that's what's so kind of scary about him at the same time is he still kind of retains that. He is he comes across as a nice guy. Uh, he comes across as he could just be your friend. Oh, yeah, that's Mr. Jones who lives down the street. He's a nice guy, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you get in his way. Oh, my God, this guy will fucking feed you your goddamn liver. Like, he's terrifying in a way. But I... Um, I love basically as what he says to uh, Robert. He's like, uh, he's like, ah, oh, well, he's a nice man, but he's a tired old man. He's like, and he and uh, he's number one around here, and I'm number two. Doesn't take much math to figure that out, does it, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, man. And you can see Robert's face. He's like, oh fuck, yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> he's like, fuck for sure. Um, but yeah, I I love uh, you know, and, and it, like you said, the movie is so tightly. Uh, compacted that the pacing of it is is done really well. We're not seeing too much of RoboCop. We're seeing what's going on with uh, the people who developed him. Uh, we're seeing that w- with the people who have conflicts with that. He's also got the, his his own thing going on with not only finding the people who murdered him, but they've also got the you know his flashbacks and stuff like that, which we're, we're about to get some really great scenes on. Um, this is I'm going to say this is my favorite scene of the movie without a doubt. Um, it's, it's not the violence. It's not any of that stuff. The way that it's shot, the way that the music that is so fucking great. Um, basically I guess they've got him on analysis right now. You know, they're just taking him off the street, uh, running some diagnostics, making sure everything's fine. Um, but everything is not fine. Uh, we've got him having these fucking horrible flashbacks uh, while strapped into the chair. But what's even <clears throat> what's even more terrifying is that you know they've got the cameras on him as he's jerking around, but the bottom cameras that are static, all that appears in the static is Clarence Bodiger, and it's like holy shit! Like that's fucking scary, man. The way he looks, it's just Kurtwood Smith with a gun pointed straight down. It's like the last thing he ever saw when he was alive. It's like holy fuck, man! Like it's that's awesome. That's fucking cool menacing. Um, but I love is, is he just, you know, he's jerking around and he's freaking out and it just stops. And he just stands up and fucking just starts walking. Like, I love the pause. I love, um, I love, I love the, the timing. Um, like, you can see, because his brainwaves are, like, being sort of transcripted on that, that mm. machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, as soon as, like, Clarence pulls that final shot, it just goes fucking flatline. It's, it's awesome. I love it. Yes, and just his just his whole movements of, you know, you <clears throat> like God, dude. I just can't talk about it enough. Just Peter Will, the head snap, the shoulder snap, like just the the walk. You know, opens up the gate. Hey, s- stop, halt! And they're trying to get yeah. him to stop. But I mean, what the fuck do you do? Like this thing's no. kind of you become sentient. Fucking, you need a fucking brick lighter or some shit to stop this thing. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like I don't know to get a big ass magnet. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but yeah, I, I actually I took a clip of this when, uh, when, when this was on Netflix and took a clip of it and recorded it and posted it to my Instagram. I was like, dude, this is such a fucking nice. good scene. I fucking love it. Um, but basically, RoboCop's kind of gone rogue. Like, not really. He hasn't fully gone, you know, off his walker. But you can, <clears throat> you know, it's like a second, third day on the job. 
something is not going right. You know, this guy is having uh, catastrophic, you know, conflicts with what's going on with between his programming, but, um, you know, also with, if you want to call it like his soul, his spirituality, whatever you want to call that is still there uh, inside the machine. And without, without the machine, there can be no Murphy, but without Murphy, you know, it's, it's vice versa. They're codependent on each other almost. Um, what makes RoboCop a good cop is not the robo part. It's the Murphy. Uh, and I think that's so great, but Murphy can't survive without the robot. It's a great, uh, it's a great trade-off. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. It really reminded me of upgrade in a lot of ways, but, um, Lewis kind of confronts him before he leaves the building <clears throat> and talks to him. Murphy, it's you, uh, tries to get him to talk, try to remember. He's just totally dumbfounded by it. Um, but I love that, uh, you know, have a good day. Somewhere there is a crime being committed and just walks away, gets in the car and drives the fuck off. Uh, I hate the little, whatever the fuck you want to call him, the, that fucking yuppie, the, the the guy who's in control. You're in a lot of trouble, Missy. And it's like, what the oh, fuck did she do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you talk to him? Like, fuck off. Yeah, I, uh, and I, I do love the way he screams that. You know, did you talk to him? What did he say? And it's like, dude, yeah. he you can feel his stress level behind this. Like, they yeah. do some great stuff with the movements and, and everything. But, uh, yeah, we get some more bullshit, bullshit between OCP and what's going on with the cops. You know, if you, if you in fear in this, you know, blah, 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 you know, and I'm going to have your ass. All this shit from, from Robert Morton. I love the sergeant. Forget it, kid. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> um, yeah. But, um but yeah, I, and I th- I think it's at this point that I'm probably going to put this up as one of the greatest films ever made. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that, that would be so funny. Be like, so let me get something straight. You don't like Tropic Thunder, but you think that RoboCop is one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> yeah, look, it's it's their worlds apart, but you know, right. Um, but uh, but yeah, I love this. Uh, I I love all this stuff uh, that's going on, kind of behind the scenes as well. We see the logistics of this kind of um, beast existing. You know, there's going to be different groups claiming different things and fighting and quarreling over stuff. I, I like that. I like that kind of uh, the logistics of that. But another super great scene that's coming up is the scene with Emil. Emil. Um, oh man. So great, you know. He's uh, hey, give me all the money in your register and uh, put forty on pump number two. <laughs> like he's oh, just no. so casual about it. Um, but um, but yeah, it's and it's in these scenes right here that I'm like, dude, this guy looks like fucking Seth Rogen to me. Like I can't stop seeing Seth Rogen in his face. Really, I, I, I can't see it at all. I just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what it is. It's just something something when I look at him, I think fucking Seth Rogen. But. Um, <laughs> But I love this whole scene, you know. Oh, you're a college boy, you know. And, yeah. uh, can't, think you can outsmart a bullet. Uh, but I, I, I love um, this this whole scene between him and RoboCop is really kind of the catalyst that makes RoboCop finally right, yeah. like, okay, this something. Is, this is the, the the change in the movie. Right. Yeah. This is this is yeah. This is the part where things really start to get interesting. Um, and I, I love the I love the exchange between. Um, uh, between him and him and RoboCop, um, and of course RoboCop drops the line, you know, dead or alive, you're coming with me. And Emil kind of give, gives line. him, dude, yeah, and he gives himself up. You know, it's like, what? We killed you, we killed you, and you know, driving away, shooting at him, one armed on a fucking motorcycle with gas spews everywhere. It's like Jesus Christ. Uh, got a uh, got a question for you, Colin. Yo, <laughs> I, I I love I love poking holes in your in, in this movie. Oh, of course. <laughs> So dead or dead or alive, you're coming with me. So, is he the paddy wagon now? Is he the hearse? 
Yeah, fuck it. I'm sure he's got right. some kind of backpack on that thing. Just strap him <laughs> in, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's take him to the morgue now. Yeah, and the later movies, he's got fucking jetpacks and shit, and it's like, fuck Seriously? it, yeah. Oh, oh dude, Jesus yeah. Christ. The third movie's fucking terrible, but the second one's okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I love this. Emil's riding off, and, I mean, the explosion behind him is it's so beautiful. fucking huge. It's so beautiful. This is such, uh, okay, I love my explosions. And this, this, it's so good, man. It's like, it, it's obviously an actual explosion. Like, they blew... They blew something up. Um, it's not CG. It's just a fucking great explosion. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And the the uh, uh, the actor uh, the actor who plays uh, Emil Paul McCrane, he was like, "All I knew is like I was next to this building, and the next thing I knew, I just fucking was." Uh, he's like, "I felt like I was on fire." He's like, "It was yeah. just insane." He's like, "I don't." And he's like, "I wasn't even the one on the bike. It was a stunt double, and he was riding off, and I just <laughs> I felt like this insane heat wave." Um, but of course, you know, Emil just eats shit into the front of that car. Which, oh, brutal, dude! I don't think it's he's cool. getting up from that it's bike cool. wreck. Dude, there's yeah. no fucking way. Um, but yeah, Emil wipes out. Um, you know, who are you? And <clears throat> you know, doesn't not able to answer him or anything. But you know, RoboCop's like, fuck it, I'm going to the D- Detroit Police Department Criminal Identification Division. I'm fucking going down there, and I'm figuring this shit fucking out myself. Is right in. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And the guy who. Uh, the guy, hey, yeah, yeah, this is a restricted area. And yeah, f- what is it exactly that you want? Oh, fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> it's a restricted area. You know, this guy's a fucking cop, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I know. You know, he's know, worked this... on the police force twice, living and I, dead now. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen it on the news. That's literally all that they broadcast. Right, yeah. It's like everybody's so surprised by who the fuck this guy is, but... Um, what I, what I, what is really great is that the arm that comes up with the blade is not anywhere attached to Peter Weller. It's just a prop arm uh, that they bring up because it looks kind of goofy when you're watching it and you're like, ah, that looks a little weird. Like it wobbles mm. a little bit. Like it looks kind of odd. But basically, he's running. Uh, he 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 remembers and uh, he runs a scan on Emil and figures out who Emil is, and that's where he brings up Clarence Bodiger and Leon. Um, and uh, and and Joe Cox brings everybody up <clears throat> and sees the rap sheet on Clarence Brodiger, like Jesus, like uh, suspect in the murder of Murphy, suspect in the murder of Alcott, suspect in the murder of uh, Fredrickson, assault, rape, battery, arson, kidnapping, rape, arson, battery, Pretty much like, everything bad, dude. It's like God damn, man, that's fucking insane. Um, but yeah, can and you he imagine? Went, can you imagine this guy fucking uh, just rape? Oh God damn. Oh, uh, uh, part of creepiest looking motherfucker. He's like, uh, oh yeah. Uh, well, and it's it's crazy to look at him and think, oh, that's Red Foreman from that '70s show. You know, like, oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I actually uh, heard a fucking funny, like, not a real fan theory, but someone was like, yeah, basically the whole RoboCop movie is what happens after Eric leaves and <laughs> and, and all the stuff. Like, it's what it's what Red starts doing at, after the end of it. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I love this, this whole scene just with him remembering and he looks up himself and sees, you know, Alex Murphy deceased 548 Primrose Lane. And it's like, Oh shit, man. Like just, that's really got to hit home from him. And <clears throat> now here comes one of the hardest scenes for me to watch, honestly, yeah, in the whole heartbreaking. Out of, out of all the violence, out of everything, this is still, Still one of the hardest scenes to watch because not only do you come back to your house to see if there's any kind of familiarity, see if there's anything that you can remember, but there's that fucking annoying ass, like, self-serving robot or, you know, just that servant robot going all throughout the house, um, basically like an on-site realtor. 
Um, and it's, it's fucking, it's fucking heartbreaking for, for Robocop to go in and see, you know, there's still stuff sitting where you can tell they just fucking packed their shit and left. Like there was no, oh, let's get everything cleaned up. You know, let's make sure everything looks nice. Like there's still, there's furniture covered in sheets and just dead plants all over the fireplace. Like it just, it's, it looks so fucking desolate and abandoned. Like it looks awful. Um, but with the, just these great flashback scenes of them, um, of them living in the house, and and I I love how it just goes to static and comes back up as the actual image. Um, and he's, there's the son in there watching TJ Laser. You know, Can you do that, Dad? And just the music, the strings that are playing. Uh, an interesting thing about the music, as I said, when there was. Uh, scenes where RoboCop was having these scenes of humanity and it was supposed to be more Alex Murphy than RoboCop, they would use strings. But when it came down to RoboCop scenes, they used more, um, they used more, um, not not like strings, not something that brings out, you know. Yeah. Right, yeah, it's like this yeah, very yeah. imperialistic kind of thing when RoboCop rolls out. Um, but, God, the place just looks awful and trashed. Uh, it just, God, so, it just grosses me out, like that burnt book and dead flowers everywhere. Um, but all the memories of him, you know, them at Halloween carving out the pumpkins, uh, all of that stuff. And the final scene with his wife, you know, uh, you know, I just wanted to let you know that I love you. And I love the culmination of all of this, which is, hey, why not make an offer today? And he just punches through that fucking thing because I love it's It's the first time you see any kind of emotion on RoboCop's face. <clears throat> you know, he's gritting his teeth and he's just kind of like, <sighs> and it looks like he's fucking freaking out. And like right at the end of that, he finally just hauls off and decks that fucking thing. And I, I love that, especially just how fucking annoying that thing is. <laughs> um, what, what did you think about this scene? This uh, this scene right here is the heart of the movie, um, for sure. Like it's the most affecting scene. Um, it it, it shows it's it it might be my favorite scene in the movie. I think. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, like I, I liked uh, earlier. You see that moment in the flashback where she's like, um, I, "I have to tell you something" or something like that. Like she's like, but then like it cuts off at "I love you," um, and like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The first time I saw it, I remember thinking, "Oh no, she probably like cheated on him or some shit." But like, oh yeah, uh, but it's it's a good thing. Like it's 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 very it's very positive, um, and it just reminds him of like of what he's lost, you know, of what I I can't. It's it's just a good affecting scene, man. Like, and it adds so much humanity to this movie that's already so lean and like fast paced, and um, you know, it's it's not wasting any time. Um, it does it in a way that's so like compact, but it's still very hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's very, it's, it's, very, very awesome. it's very concise and to the point. Like we don't spend a lot of time in there, and uh, the little time that we do is just gut wrenching. Like, ugh. But um, but yeah, RoboCop rolls up. He's fucking hunting these motherfuckers down now, and finds um, finds uh, Ray Wise's character Leon. You know, at the at the the dance party, just you know, fucking dance around and being a jerk off and shit and i love you know he pulls the gun he smacks it away kicks him in the nuts and fucking breaks his breaks his goddamn foot um, dude did you notice the fucking when he when he smacks the gun away the the, uh, the guy catching it and like just he's just like dancing? yeah fuck it he's yeah. like oh, i got yeah, a gun what the fuck detroit <laughs> yeah he's probably like oh cool i got another one here in my pocket they'll match yeah yeah uh, like he just literally he just like oh yeah cool fucking free gun 
Yeah, I'll, right. I'll just I'll go, I'll go home, file the serial numbers off, and hopefully, hopefully it wasn't used in a murder. Yeah, and the guns are like, covered in blood. He's like, ah, fuck it, it'll wash off. Yeah, fucking um, lightly dusted in cocaine. Yeah, the 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 part that I love is that immediately after he kicks RoboCop in the balls, it cuts to this random dude in the crowd doing this like oh kind of crazy face. That's Paul yeah. Verhoeven. That's Paul Verhoeven. Oh, okay. I was like, oh right, right, shit, right, yeah. dude! Like, I That's fucking cool. love that cameo. Um, also, there's another famous cameo. I don't, I don't think we've I don't know if we've passed it yet, but it's um, it's for the 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 SUX six thousand the car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John John Landis. John Landis uh, is fucking wow. pops up. And I was like, holy shit. Um, just Hopefully randomly we'll... for whatever reason. But yeah, this is another great scene of this movie with fucking threesome. do what? The threesome. Oh, dude. Yeah. I just like, oh my God. He's like, you know, he's like, uh, I could just think of something and it makes me so yeah. horny. He's like, oh, that's yeah. why I love intelligent women. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> there's like two, there's like, there's like two brain cells between the three of you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this is, this is, uh, I'm going to make a little note here. This is the part where my VHS tape was ripped out of the tape player and turned into fucking trash. Like this nice, was definitely nice. the part. Um, and I mean, had my dad hung around for one minute longer, probably would have pissed him off even more. Just like, you don't know who the fuck you're messing yeah. with. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but I I, lo- I love this whole thing, um, this whole scene. Now as an adult, because it's so absurd and just so over the top. Um, but as a kid, it's like God, dude, a fucking crippled. Like I could understand as a kid, like oh, he's shooting him in the fucking leg so he doesn't leave. Like holy fuck, like this is demented, man. Like this is like we like we're sending you a fucking message. Like this is you, you know we asked you politely to get out of the way. You're gonna die. You know you're gonna yeah. die violently now. Like holy well, first shit. First we get first we get bitches leave, which is a great <laughs> bitches fucking leave. Line. <laughs> bitches leave, and then like. And then, and then one of them turns around, are you going to call me? Like, seriously? Yeah. This, this this guy just waltzed in with a gun, called you a bitch, and just like, just fucking, what? Yeah, and I love the other girl. She's like, come on. Like, grabs her, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah basically, uh, you know, Dick is laying down the wall here saying, you know, oh, you know, I, I offered you a way out, you know, and you decided to make fun of me and... Uh, yeah, oh, and just Clarence, just so, it's weird, weirdly, like, pseudo-sexual as he pulls the pen out with his teeth, and I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, that's fucking kind of weird, man, and, um, yeah, the, and the, the, the double, I love the, I love double focus shots, where, like, we kind of see, some, we see something in the foreground and the background that are focused on, but there's that kind of blurry section a little bit in the middle, but as, mm-hmm. as he's reaching for the grenade, there's coke all over the table, he's got fucking blood on his face, and he's just fidgeting with it just enough where he knocks it out of his reach, and I, I'm cashing you out, Bob. Like, oh, man, that's fucking brutal, um... And yeah, that's the end of Robert Morton, uh, you know, murdered by Clarence Bodiger or on the orders of uh, Dick Jones. Um, but then we're, <laughs> we move on to another scene, which is super iconic in this. Yeah. Um, I've never heard of anybody who had their own, I mean, just a whole factory in broad daylight. Like, I'm sure there's some underground just, shit. Yeah. God damn, dude. Like, just a whole, this is something next to, like, a paper printing press and, you know, a place that builds car parts. They're like, oh, yeah, and then there's the cocaine factory. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's no there big it deal. Is. Well, yeah, yeah, you're, you're getting, like, a, imagine, okay, okay. Imagine a cousin of yours flies into fucking Detroit and you're living in Detroit. You want to show him a little tour of the city. 
you show them like a fucking stadium, you show them, I don't know, some, a nice fucking park to play soccer in or some shit like that, you show them where the clubs are, and then you just drive past this fucking little factory, and he's like, what's that? And he's like, oh, it's just a cocaine plant. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, that's, 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 that's the old, the old spot. Yeah, and it's crazy to think, like, we would even manufacture our own cocaine here. Like, no, there's no yeah. fucking way. We're going to Colombia yeah. for that shit. We're going to fucking Colombia. We're going to, we're, we're, you know what? We're not going to Colombia, actually. We're going to fucking create our own American shit and, like, tread on that Escobar cunt's face. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like it's like the automobile industry collapsed, and they were like, well, uh, we're all depressed. Yeah. Let's do fucking drugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they used to call it. us... Yeah, they used to call us Motor City. Now we're just going to be called Narcotics Anonymous. <laughs> God, that's fucking great. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like this this whole factory is just ridiculous. The fact that it would just just exist and oh no no no. I mean, I guess it's got to be Clarence Bodiger's connections that nobody's coming down and checking on it. But this is not even his factory. Like this is just somebody he's you know trying to do deals with. Um, <clears throat> I guess he's offering them some kind of money as like a payoff or uh, it never really says exactly why he's trying to pay them off. Um, but I love this guy, Sal. He's like, uh, you know, you, you gotta, you know, you've got to, you bring a lot of heat on, you know, you got a lot of people downtown and you make a lot of, a lot of my guys nervous. And he's like, Sal, I didn't come here to fuck around with you. And he fucking dips his fingers in his wine and snorts it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, and I, I love that. And he dips his fingers in, snorts the wine, and Sal keeps drinking it. I'm like, nah, fuck that, dude. It's fucking like, weird. I would not yeah. keep drinking that shit. Um, <clears throat> but um, I, uh, you know, it's like, dude, I've, I've never, I've never liked the the way he busts the door down. Like it just the way that the way the <laughs> the way it bends, <laughs> it just looks like plastic. Um, like wood and metal doesn't bend like that. Right, yeah, it just it looks like it's yeah, it looks like it's being blown back with like explosions yeah. and shit. But um I love Clarence's line. He's like, Sal, I don't want to fuck with you, Sal. <laughs> he's like, let's put it to you this way. He's like, I got he's like, I got the expertise, I got the know how, and I got enough muscle to shove this factory so far up your wop ass that you're gonna shit snow for a year. <laughs> I'm like, Oh shit. Um, but yeah, that's where we're getting the, getting the fucking door kicked in and um you know, of course this place is fucking armed to the teeth. Um and uh, I get one of one of my favorite lines from the movie, you know, as he pulls up, um, you know, I, what, what I, I try to remember exactly what it is that Robocop says, you know, and he's like, uh, you know, freeze, you know, or dr- stop or there will be trouble. And he's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> it just fucking, <laughs> they all just start unloading. But this is a great scene. Um, just the whole, how, cool. how tactical he is, just not even looking, just pulling up behind him and shooting people. Um and just fucking wasting so many goddamn people. Um, it's ridiculous. And, like, the fact that still, like you brought up earlier, nobody ever shot him in the face. Like, how does he not ever yeah. get shot in the mouth? Like, how are, yeah. like how does he never get shot in the mouth? I don't fucking, I, I don't, don't understand that. But It's 80 shit. Apparently, there's a factory next door that produces AK-47s and MP5 machine guns. Because <laughs> um, these guys are, are fucking loaded. Um, Uzis and everything. Oh my God. Just everywhere. The, the, the machine guns of the eighties. But, um, yeah, I love this whole scene with, with basically killing every, you know, killing everybody, uh, that he can, uh, except for Clarence and just 
God, he puts clearance to the fucking ringer, man. You know, throwing him through windows left and right. And, you know, it's like, well, you know, what the, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I've got to deal with the cops. You know, blah, blah, You have the right to remain silent. His name's Dick Jones. And he fucking throws him through the goddamn window. Throws him. He, barely, he barely gets Dick Jones out as he throws him through the fucking window, mm-hmm. uh, through the fucking thing. Yeah, I fucking love that, man. And he's uh, just, God, how much blood is on his face, man, from all those tiny little glass cuts and like yeah. i fucking love that imagery of the way that he looks um but it's yeah it's, it's just so great you know as he's fucking choking him out and you're a cop and he's like you're right i am a cop um and basically arrest him he's got you know his his memory it can be it, you know is is evidence so he's got clarence bodiger on record saying you know he's friends with dick jones you know ocp runs the cops you're a cop blah 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 um but yeah, this whole scene of them bringing Clarence in is so good. All the cuts all over his face, uh, all of the blood in his teeth. Apparently, um, you know, or, you know, book him. What's the charge? He's a cop killer. I love as he's walking off and he spits that blood loogie onto the inf- information mm. page. Just give me my fucking yeah. phone call. I apparently improvised. The the blood spit was totally improvised, and everybody, even the because I think um, the sergeant, the actor that plays the sergeant, was I saw in an interview. He's like, yeah, I got some of that fucking splatter like on me, and that's why my reaction is just like, what the yeah. fuck, um, and just totally improvised, but. Uh, yeah, and of course there goes RoboCop. You know, <clears throat> not thinking that there's going to be any consequences for trying to arrest a senior member of OCP. Um, but uh, I, 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 I love the whole his whole marching up there, and Dick's just sitting there like, oh well, yeah, I guess you better arrest me. Uh, and you know, basically smug. Yeah, um, and I guess we should have gone over the directives that RoboCop has. Um, yeah, I, was to uh, uphold the law, protect the innocent. Uh, I can't remember the third directive. Um, th- um, hold on, I'll, I'll get it for you. So, uphold the law. Uh, where are we? Jesus Christ. Um, okay, so serve the, number one, serve the public trust. Number two, protect the innocent. Three, uphold the law. And four, is classified until now. Right, yeah. Um, and that's basically where Dick Jones goes in. You know, my little contribution to your psychic profiling, any attempt to uh, arrest an uh, official member of OCP results in shutdown. Um, and this is where he kind of fucks himself up, though. Robert Morton made a mistake. I had to erase that mistake. And it's like, ah, there goes your arrogance, man, thinking that this I love, thing. I love this. I love I love the failsafe that they've built into him. Like, I, I love um, the whole idea of, like, you have to do something to override the machine part of you mm-hmm. like it's it's cool dude i love it yeah and it to me it makes total sense it's total sense there's no way that they would let yeah. this thing you know we're a company we build products that benefit us we're not going to build a product that's going to put us in jail like there's no fucking way um yeah. but yeah we get the uh, epic battle fucking epic between ed 209 and robocop can i can i drop something on you yeah i hate this sequence really yeah well, what is it you don't just... like uh, look, I like the idea of a battle between Ed Two Hundred Nine and Robocop because that has to happen, right? Like we have to see these two these two things fight. But it's more just a, it's just how dated it is. I think I think that's what it is for me. Usually, I'm really good at um, sort of okay. This was made in the '80s, so obviously it's not gonna it's not gonna look great. Mm-hmm. But dude, when Ed falls down the stairs, I just. I don't know. Yeah, like oh, when he's yeah. screeching, 
when he's screeching and like there's even a scene like a, a moment before that where he's like kind of convulsing mm-hmm. i'm just like it just looks ridiculous like uh, i don't know i don't know like but you, you know what i will give it this it is memorable um this the use of the stop motion is memorable um like it's something that I'll I probably won't forget, <laughs> so I'll have to give him props for that. Um, but yeah, just I lo- I, lo- I don't know. I like all the stop motion up until the part where there's the you know he's he puts his gun right in RoboCop's face and he takes his own arm and shoves it up. Like it, that looks mm. awful. It's claymation. It yeah. looks terrible. But. The scenes where Ed is Ed two hundred nine is actually on the move, like walking. I was like, you know that that looks pretty good for being like stop motion. Like it's, mm, yeah. I I I can tell that it's not the real thing, but it doesn't look like somehow they it just, it looked terrible with with Robocop being this claymation um, figure. But the next scene with Ed two hundred nine coming down the hallway after him, it it looks good. I think it looks great. But yeah, the whole thing of him trying to walk down the steps and just like screaming and stuff it's really unsettling yeah. it's like oh can we can we also acknowledge um you've built a fucking awesome supercomputer machine terminator thing to guard your city but its main fucking villain is stairs yeah, right. It's like, yeah, this guy can't just walk down like a simple Seriously? set of stairs. Like, how did you yeah. how did you get him into the fucking building? You didn't take him up yeah. the elevator. Like, how the yeah. fuck did you get him up there? Like, hey, we got to yeah, take him piece by that. piece and just assemble him upstairs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this is actually my favorite shot of the movie is coming up. Not my favorite scene, but f- like if I could frame this and print it out as a poster, I absolutely would, and I fucking love it. You know, basically, uh, RoboCop comes downstairs, Dick Jones has alerted the police who uh, who show up promptly to fucking blast him out of the goddamn sky. Um, and a lot of the cops are like, you know, this is barbaric, this is a cop, you know, we have orders to destroy it. Uh, and they all just start fucking unloading, man. And um, it's really weird because 20 minutes ago, we just had this exact same scene where you mm-hmm. fucking annihilated yep. all these guys, but for some reason now the police the police's weapons are just so much more powerful and now they yeah. can blow chunks out of you and I mean I know he's already fucked up from the from the Ed two oh nine fight, so that's kind of what where where I kind of it's a little bit more believable. But when they start unloading on him and he finally he's like down on both knees with like one hand up in the air just trying to block the shots and he's crawling oh the framing and the fucking way it looks and we get that again that comes back over it uh it's fucking really great uh because we see this guy who's been he's, he's been fucked over by He's been already been fucked over by OCP. They put him in the situation that he's in. He's been fucked over by the bad guys who are the ones who, you know, yes, they technically murdered him, but, you know, he's been put in the situation by um, by OCP. And then, to top it all off, then you get fucked over by the cops as well. Like, everybody is fucking against you, man. Like, god damn. Um, but thankfully... Uh, uh, Thankfully, Nancy Allen shows up, and I love the way he gets away just from jumping down from from car garage level to car garage level. I was like, ah, I kind of like that, actually. He fucking totally, uh, totally bells on him. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, they 
they basically just uh, just barely get away as these cops are fucking lighting him up and shit. And I I love this whole scene. Uh, just the shot, this, the shots of him getting totally fucking annihilated as he's crawling away. There's dust everywhere, and there's huge light in the background. Uh, it's just really menacing the whole thing, and you, you feel it's really well shot. Yeah, sure. you you feel the helplessness of him. It's like God damn, dude! Like you can't do anything to escape this. It's like being stung by bees. It's like you just can't fucking escape this shit. Um, there's like swarming around him everywhere, but, um, but yeah, I, um, I, I've, I've always, I've always had a real penchant for this scene. If I could, if I could, if I could freeze that one frame that I like and make it into a poster, I fucking so would like, I, I love that fucking scene. Um, but, um. But yeah, like I said, thankfully, thankfully Lewis shows up, and I think you know Murphy, it's you, you know, and he kind of has, you know, kind of has almost like a um, a memory about it. He's like, oh yeah, I I think I can trust her. Like I think she's okay, Uh, and you can tell like his human side is starting to come out more and more and more. and it's uh, it's it's really it's really interesting. Uh, this this ad that pops up immediately afterwards. This is the one I was talking about for the SUX six thousand, um, which is totally intentional. They called this thing this this the six the sucks six thousand. Um, yeah. They were just talking about how terrible of a fucking uh, terrible of like gas mileage, and it was just a ter- just a shitty car. Ah, uh, right, right, right. It's very meta. Yeah, I dig it. Right, eight point two miles to the gallon. <laughs> like that's all it gets. <laughs> like Jesus fucking Christ, man. I've owned some cars like that, though. I can't say anything. But, but um, yeah, we get more fucking horrible news from uh, uh, from the news reporter saying that the Star Wars Orbital Peace platform is uh, um, has gone off and killed several people, one of them a former president. You know, and the whole time they're like, oh, yeah, that's terrible anyways. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And just, <laughs> just keep going. Just keep fucking going on. Like, just keep going on like nothing's happened. Um, but, um but yeah, I love I I love uh, I, these these news reporters the whole time. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with these guys? And they're, they're like, they're talking about the police strike, uh, how people are going to be walking out at midnight. Which I mean, how can you fucking blame them? They're literally just getting killed left and right. Um, there's no way they can. Yeah, that's just like you know they're not supposed to go on strike. It's like yeah, but these guys are getting annihilated, man. Um, even the fucking super cop we just resurrected from the dead is getting fucking annihilated. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we finally get our first scene with Dick Jones and, uh, Clarence Bodiger. What I love is when Clarence Bodiger walks out and puts the gum on, on that woman's, on that woman's desk. That's actually, that's actually Kurtwood Smith's wife. That's his real wife. Oh, okay. Uh, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Um, That's cool. That's cool. So wait, I got a question for you. So Clarence Bodiger can just walk in to OCP like this? Yeah, I think that's kind of now like there's there's a reason why he hasn't been caught yet. Like for whatever reason, if anybody hassled him, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, you got a problem with me? Talk to Dick oh, Jones." Okay. They'd be like, "Okay, sorry, I get sorry." It. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, I mean, this killed this guy's killed so many cops and shit like that. So what? He can just waltz into OCP uh, without any kind of disguise or anything like that. Just kind of. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, just like fuck it, man. I guess he's just got such heavy level connections. Which even Saul says earlier in that scene, you know, you got you got a lot of connections downtown. You make a lot of my friends nervous. Um, but this is such a such a great team between them. You know, look at my face, dick. You know, he's like <laughs> just just going on about how you know you'll have to destroy it. Um, 
you know, you, you, you know, you, you shouldn't have talked like, you know, his memory is admissible as evidence. And, you know, he's like, well, fuck you, you know, blah, blah. blah. And that's where they start talking about the construction of Delta city is going to start happening in a few months. Um, one, you know, 1.3 million workers that are, they're going to be coming in, you know, drugs, gambling, prostitution, and he's like an untapped market for a man who knows. Yeah. He gives him motivation. Right. Yeah. And this is that great line. Well, it looks like we'll be friends after all. Richard, <laughs> I fucking love that because it's kind of the whole time everybody's been calling him Dick the whole time and shit. But it's good. I I love this this scene with Lewis and Murphy. She comes up and uh, I guess we should have mentioned yeah. also the food that they're trying to give him. This rudimentary paste is basically like baby just, food. Yeah, it's just baby food. Yeah, uh, which you never see him eat. Uh, never even touches it. But this is a scene that really worked um, later on in Terminator Two. Uh, was basically yeah. <clears throat> as as things went on, it's kind of, well, it's the, it's the glasses of Arnold Schwarzenegger. As thing as time went on, James Cameron was like, well, we need him to a, a, a seem more human as time goes on. So when you first see Terminator, he's got the glasses on, and when he actually starts kind of building a relationship with John Connor, the glasses stay off for the rest of the movie. And that's kind of the same thing with uh, Peter Weller here. Is you know the faceplate comes off and does not come that back helmet. on. It's like yeah. it never comes back on, and it's really it's really unsettling to see his skin like meshed over. The metal, uh, dude. The it, makeup is so good. Oh, it's so dude. It's Rob Bottin. I'm pretty sure he did the thing. Um, and it's like that, that guy is is so fucking good. Um, and I'm so happy that this movie even got made. From, from what I heard about, you know, just how much of a fucking nightmare it was. Um, but yeah, we've got Murphy looking at himself in the reflection, and you know, he's just obviously distraught with what he sees. And he asked, you know, Murphy had a wife and son. You know, what happened to them? You know, she moved on. You know, she thought you were dead. You know, blah blah blah. And she, you know, where where did they move to? And she's like, Murphy, she's gone. You know, it's like that's that's the end of it. You know, it's, she moved on. And that's where we get this one of the probably my favorite line from the movie. You know, I can feel them, but I can't remember them. And it's Peter Weller's delivery, just like he's just so blank, and he's just so I know they're there, but like I can't feel them anymore. And it's like, oh man, that's fucking. Heartbreaking, dude. Yeah, it's a gut punch. Yeah, and I love Lewis goes to comfort him, leave me alone. And she just walks off. It's like, fuck, man, that is so goddamn sad. Uh, To just know that you're missing something but not know what it is. Like, God. Um, But... Uh, we follow that up with this scene. <clears throat> well, one of one of the best scenes of the movie is um, obviously the police have gone on strike. Uh, it's just basically martial law now. We've got people throwing stuff through the front of shop windows, <clears throat> and I love there's a mule just trying to sit in his truck and watch the. I'd buy that for a dollar, and he just oh boy, he gets pissed off and finally just throws the bottle through the window just to turn up the TV. <laughs> it's like holy shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, clearance arrives with those fucking goddamn like god killer guns, man. Like Jesus, Dude, they fucking look like Barrett fifty cows. The the from from modern warfare. Yeah, the fucking Barrett fifty cal sniper. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, they're fucking massive, man. And um, ba- I lo- and like what what kind of what kind of ammo are you loading in in there? Like, right. fucking explosive rounds. Yeah, Where the, the fuck uh, did you get that? It's like like Left for Dead incendiary rounds. Like what the yeah, fuck I is know. this? Um, but I love, you know, uh, yeah, Clarence pulls up in a brand new SUX 6000. So does, so does Joe, Joe Cox, uh, and they get out the guns and I fucking, I fucking love, you know, uh, Clarence pulls the gun on Joe's car and he's like, no, Clarence, Clarence, come on, man. Yeah. He fucking, Clarence, 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 no, please. He fucking blows the car up and we've got this whole scene of them just sticking around with the guns and Emil blowing up this the whole cool, shop. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, I like it. 
Um, <laughs> that's that's a great. These guys are great villains, man. They seem like they seem like good friends. That's the fucking crazy part. Yeah, like they seem very natural. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um, but basically, yeah, he's uh, he's saying, you know, we've got to go hunt the RoboCop. Uh, we've got, you know, uh, I mean, I, I love the earlier line. He's like, do you have advanced? Do you have a? Do you have a? Oh God, he's like, do you have a availability for military hardware? He's like, we practically are the military. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a good line. Um, but yeah, I uh, I love this. They're all fighting over the gun and shit. Uh, that's that's so fucking great. These guys are just like kids, you know, kids in a candy store. Um, and this was actually these are real shops in Texas that they were just blowing up. Oh. And they, they said they were on the news every night filming this movie, blowing up the gas station, <laughs> blowing up these real buildings. You know, as like as basically just buildings that were for sale or going to be demolished. Oh, that would be so fun. Can you imagine if you were like. The pyrotechnics advisor. Like, think about um, what's his name from Tropic Thunder, Danny McBride's character here. Oh my god, yes, like holy <laughs> Big shit. ass titties. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love. I one thing I really like about this is we move on and we see. Um, you know, we see uh, RoboCop, you know, shooting that gun and startling Lewis awake and him trying to just get his aim down right. Um, it's a good bonding scene between them. It's just real quick, maybe even a minute long. I, I love it. It's a good scene to kind of bring them together. Uh, and I think it really it really kind of needed that scene to show that they were still kind of, even though RoboCop is, you know, yeah, my life is fucking ruined, but, you know, I've, I've got to do something about this. Like, I've got to get revenge. And this is where yeah. it just totally becomes like a revenge flick. Um but I think it's great. I that, love this entire action sequence, man. Oh man, it's so fucking good, and just them getting picked. Up, it's like it's like a reverse horror movie where, like, instead of <laughs> you know the killer, it's pick, like Batman. Yeah, right. He's just like, and what blows my mind is how like the guy doesn't RoboCop can't fucking sprint to save his life, but the five guys right. with goddamn you know yeah. cannonball He's like guns, fucking Michael Myers, just lumbering like. Um, but it's still it's still awesome, dude. Because like you you also like kind of see how determined he is, mm-hmm. um, just to fucking get some vengeance. Yeah, I, I one thing that I love is that we've gone back to the mill, the scene of the crime where this all yeah. started. We're back there again now, and I fucking love that. Ground zero, baby. Yeah, that's so fucking good. Um, oh, uh, one quick thing, actually, when they're shooting the buildings and blowing them up, uh, the character of Emil, the actor that, that shot that gun, he was like, man, that was another one where I pulled the trigger and, and yeah, I, it wasn't a real gun. Obviously it was a uh, controlled explosion, but when they blew that up, you can see him fucking like stagger back. And he was like, man, I came back with like half an eyebrow gone. He was like, I was not expecting <laughs> it to be that fucking bad. Um, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, but I, I love uh, – yeah, as soon as they pull up, you know, they're all being quiet and kind of looking around. And the first thing he does is throw that fucking piece of metal and scares the shit yeah. out of all of them. Um, yeah. And they just they just go fucking gun nuts. Just blah, 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 blah. Just like over this tiny piece of scrap metal that he's thrown. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you got him, bud. Yeah, I think you got it. I think you got that shingle that he threw at you. Yeah. Um, but I, I love, you know, as after they're all done dicking off and shooting their gun, looking for me, and all of them, not one of them can get a goddamn hit. I'm like, dude, he's he's maybe not even 100 yeah. yards away from you. I know. Like, how the know. fuck did you miss that? Like, you were, one of them even shot a fire hydrant 10 seconds ago. Like, your aim is has to be some kind of good. Like, how and the what? fuck? I got, I got another question for you. So, RoboCop, is he is he programmed to make jokes? Like <laughs> looking for me? <laughs> like like do you have a like Interstellar? Do you have like a a, a humility? Uh, sorry, a humor kind of 
dial. <laughs> I guess that's I, I, I guess that's the part of like Murphy coming through. You know, just like yeah, you know, this is yeah. this is just him kind of taking over, and uh, he ends up killing uh, Joe Cox, which is our. I always, I think this guy would just be so good. Um, now, I, and this this might have been an LSG's podcast. I, like, I want to credit them if they said it, but I think it might have been Dean who said that this guy who plays Joe Cox would have been a great Joker. I was like, you know, I actually could Ooh, kind yeah. of see that man. Like that that would that would be great, or some kind of. I mean, definitely better than Jared Leto's. Fuck that guy. Um, I can't go down that route right now. I don't have the time. Um, but. <laughs> I, I love that man. Yeah, I love it. They all kind of, you know, they're still on the hunting party, trying to, uh, you know, trying to catch Robocop. But we get, I mean, and this is saying something. The most iconic death in this movie is oh Emil. Oh my Dude. god! Holy Dude, fuck! Even even Robocop can't deny this. He walks off and he looks back. Yeah, <laughs> like he. He like glances at it, dude. Yeah, he's like, I'm not fucking getting anywhere near that shit. You'll be dead soon enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a meal wrecking. You know, basically tries to hit Robocop. Robocop jumps out of the way, hits the toxic waste, and I love how it blows a meal out the back. That's such a cool effect. Yeah. Like that's really cool. Um, but that yeah, I think that's that's just him walking. Just oh god, help me! And that guy's like, oh, get away from me, man! <laughs> like, this is your I friend. Wish- I wish this was Clarence's death. Uh, like, I feel like it's the most... Like, Clarence gets a more sort of intimate death with the fucking knife through the thing, but mm. um, this is just fucking insane. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Like, it's... Because I, it ha- I think it's, you know, yeah, it, it would be cool to save this for, for Clarence. Like, I think that would be a cool death. But it's, it's like you said, it kind of cuts short the... Um, the intimacy of it, right? The the closeness of of yeah. uh, of them. You kind of have to have that um, that the uh, you know the day is in charge, right? The well, you, yeah. well, it, like with the final destiny of Clarence, you kind of have to have that. You know, oh, the hero's won. He's got him down, yeah. down and down against the rocks, kind of thing. Like, um, but I love you know Clarence just flying around that SUX six thousand. He's uh, he's got Lewis on his tail. You know she's chasing after him. Um, and I love, you know, Emil ends up running up on, on, uh, Ray Wise and he's just like, Oh, get away from Flat. me, man. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's when he, he shoves him off. But yeah, not that's even, right, yeah. not even a minute later, there's fucking Clarence just destroying Emil. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, dude. And just, yeah, he looks like he's covered in like blue cheese crumbles. Like, I don't know what oh. it is. Like he's so gross looking, man. Um, and just, just the, the worst of the worst of Detroit's, Detroit's toxic waste. Like, oh my God, I can't believe what he would be covered in. Like, what the fuck? He, lo- he looks like one of the Rick and Morty Cronenberg monsters. <laughs> like, that's, that's all I can fucking think of. Um, he looks like, I, I can't, there's no, there's no fucking good, like, adjective to describe it. Like, it's just... He looks like he he's made of like- soup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go with that. We'll go with that's that. The, that's the closest I could think of. But yeah. uh, Cla- literally, Cla- like walking soup. Yeah, uh, Clarence hits a meal, uh, which I mean, just and, and when it cuts inside the car and there's all that liquid and guts like all over the windshield, it's like fucking disgusting, man. And 
um, you know, he ends up flipping over it, kind of landing in that, I guess, a kind of quarry almost, just a construction area. But goddamn, dude, you got to give it up to Clarence. You know, Lewis parks her car, gets out, and Clarence is out and fucking on her, man. Just four or five shots just pegging her. And I, I for sure thought she was going to be fucking dead because he lights her ass up, man. Yeah, he does. And, and But he's just, like, right out of the car, like, no, oh, I'm disoriented. No, I'm just, dude, fucking blood down his face, one eye, one one glass of his eyes just fucking shattered. And he unloads on her, man. And, um, yeah, she falls down the hill. He's not watching out for her, you know. And this is where we see um, Leon, Ray Wise's character, going up to that construction booth. And we've got this kind of psych out where um, Clarence throws a gun and he's like, all right, you got me. Yeah, I give up, you know, and uh, I love that. I'm not arresting you anymore, Clarence. And he's like, ah, you know, come on, you're taking this kind of personal, aren't you? And he's just walking out with the gun on him the whole time. Um, one thing that I think is really interesting to note here is that Paul Verhoeven really eventually got into his head that the story of Robocop was the story of Jesus. Um, it's Whoa. a it's a man who is uh, basically crucified. He's fucking destroyed. Uh, he's resurrected, and um, and after his resurrection, you know, there's this the kind of like the proof, like oh god, you know, here's here's our hero. He pictured him as like an American Jesus, so much that even in this scene, as Peter Weller is walking up to Clarence Bodiger, it looks like RoboCop is like walking on the surface of the water. And I was like, oh, that's uh, kind of cool. Right, like, right. I know yeah. I never got that from this. You know, that's that's Verhoeven. It's his movie. You know, but I I. I I never got that from this. Um, I, I felt more that this was way more akin to like Frankenstein than anything. You know, Frankenstein being created, doesn't know why he's here, and ends up turning on the people who created him or helped to create him. I think I never got any kind of like religious thing from this, but whatever. Um, so basically, as he's coming up on Clarence, Leon Leon drops the, the just those fucking steel beams and shit. It looks like it just collapses him like an empty tan, can of tuna. Like it just he just crumbles under those beams. Um, and they have a kind of a short victory. Leon and Clarence are like, "Yeah, we got him!" And there's fucking Lewis with the goddamn fifty cal, whatever the fuck that thing is, blowing up the whole tower. Like this blows my mind. The five of you couldn't shoot Robocop from two feet away, and she blew this guy up in one shot, and he's halfway across the fucking complex. Like, like what the fuck happened? I got him, Clarence. I got him, Clarence. Oh, dude, that's so good. It's uh, I love Clarence's reaction. He's like, "Oh shit." Um, but yeah, he gets on top of Clarence, starts or gets on top of Robocop, <coughs> starts working him over with that fucking pipe, and oh man, one of the brutal scenes where he just he goes straight through what This reminds me of T two. Um, you know, at the end of the fa- in the factory when the T one thousand's got the T eight hundred pinned. Mm. Um and he's got that he's got the stake and he drives the, the metal stake right through him. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because um, the stake when when Clarence Bodiger rams it in, it's kind of where the heart should should be if he had one. But I guess he's so used to going for the heart that he's like, "No, nah, I don't have one of those, motherfucker." Like, <laughs> and I yeah. love you know he's got the blade in him, Cyanar Robocop, and like I love that they don't really show it. You know, you, you don't really see like you should you see the knife oh, going dude. in, but when he pulls the, it out, just that afterbirth. Yes, oh. dude. It's like it's like it's like a it's like a hundred foot tall man spit a loogie. It's just this. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. it's fucking brutal and very memorable. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good to see him just covered in fucking blood. I love the line. Lewis is like, you know, Murphy, I'm a mess. He's like, they'll fix you. They mm-hmm. can fix everything. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. so fucking good. But 
Um, what did you think of this final we don't, scene? We don't, we don't waste a minute getting here, dude. No. We, don't, we, don't, uh, we, don't, we really don't waste a minute getting back to OCP. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we, we, we see... We see um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Dick. I'm going to call him Dick. I'm not going to call him Richard. Um, <laughs> we see Dick just saying, you know, there's an Ed 209 posted downstairs. Uh, <laughs> Robocop and um, Lewis? Lewis, mm-hmm. Lewis uh, pull up and fucking... <laughs> The Ed Two Hundred Nine is like you're parked in a fucking private <laughs> in a private land. <laughs> You've got twenty seconds to comply, yeah, to move your car. And you're like, I'm just like thinking seriously, like, is this is he gonna blast this guy just for parking in it illegally? But uh, yeah, d- dude, Robocop pulls out the fucking massive the whatever the fuck they uh, what are they called again? They called something Cobras, Cobra. Ah. Cobra something. He because yeah, Clarence calls them Cobras earlier. Uh, he pulls it out, lights up the fucking Ed two hundred nine, heads upstairs, bursts in on uh, on Dick, and uh, just you know he he puts them on blast. Yeah, I fucking I love that scene because um, you know as he comes up and he's like uh, you know Dick Jones is wanted for murder and he's like these are yeah. very serious charges. What is your evidence? And he's like my yeah, my programming won't allow me to arrest a senior officer of this company. And he just walks over, plugs in, and starts playing the shit that, you know, ultimately mm-hmm. Dick was his own downfall. The evidence. Yeah, he was yeah. fucking way too cocky and wound up getting fucking aced over it. But um, I love as soon as as soon as soon it starts playing, Dick goes for that desert desert eagle. I'm like, why is this still here? Like, like Why is this still in the office? The insurance claims alone were like, okay, no more giant metal monster fights with anything over yeah. 9 millimeter. No more 50 yeah. cals in the office like what the fuck yeah. is going on um but yeah you know i want i want to you know i want a chopper on the roof you know and blah 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 and starts making demands um and i love this you know the old man kind of throws in a hand with this um and i love that dick you're fired and he just elbows him. Fired. thank i love the way he says it you're fired yeah and i just i love how quaint robocop is thank you and he just elbows him in the ribs runs off shoots yeah. him out the window Awful, yeah. awful shot of him Thank falling. You. By the way, it's terrible, dude. The claymation is, is awful. His arms is his arms like longer than they should be, dude. He looks yeah, like a fucking monster. Yeah, he looks like a, like an anti T Rex. Like his arms yeah. are way longer than they should be. <laughs> and I was like, what like, the fuck? Seriously, if he was to stretch, he could like reach. Like to the other side of his bottom of his heels of his yeah. shoe. Yeah. Oh like, man, I- I'm gonna reach over my shoulder to scratch my yeah. ass. <laughs> it's like wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, I could picture that guy and I could picture that guy in movie theaters just reaching into the other aisles and getting people's popcorn from really far away. <laughs> yeah. But um, Yeah, exactly. But yeah, basically, uh, we get that, that. I love the way this ends. Yeah. Well, one of the funniest parts is he shoots Dick once and then like twice. And then Johnson, the black guy who's friends with Robert Morton, stands yeah, up he's like he's smiling. so happy. Yeah. He's so fucking, he's so proud. Yeah. Like, I, I guess because of his friendship with Robert Morton, that's the only thing I can think. But like, he looks uh, way yeah. too happy to see this guy die. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, you know, I love the way this movie ends with him. Nice shooting, son. What's your name? Murphy. Uh, uh, and that, just a hard, 
Hard cut to credits. Yes. So cool. Uh, Paul Verhoeven said that he saw this somewhere in uh, some American cinema because he's, I think he's Danish. I could be wrong. Uh, but he was like, you know, American crowds are so much more into, you know, they clap, they applaud, they cheer, you know, stuff like that. Um, and he said, I guess people had already seen the movie or they didn't know. I don't know what it was, but at the very end of his first American screening of it, he's like, what's your name, son? And he said several people in the crowd just screamed, Murphy! Like all of them fucking screamed cool. like right when he said it. I was like, oh, that must have been a really nice feeling, you know, as a director. Because yeah. this movie, man, they were hemorrhaging fucking money every day uh, you know they were having to go back and they rebuilt the suit like three or four times off of stuff based from like the day the earth stood still and metropolis like they were real rebuilding the suit constantly uh, and I, I'm just I love this movie I'm I'm glad that we've got it in the bag now I'm a little sad because uh, I, I movies like this I like I've got like 10 or 12 of them that I'm just like no I'm gonna hold that to like episode 200 like I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> keep holding on to these so I'm like just so so I know I've always got one in the bag you know stuff like Blade Runner and the thing and in the mouth of madness it's like man there's so much stuff that I want to cover but it's like no nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna Save those for some for some special occasions and stuff. But uh, yeah, man, that fucking RoboCop. What do you think, dude? You know what? I think I'm I'm doing a, uh, this. I feel like this happens with us all the time. Uh, movies that we don't initially come in very high on. Well, I, I, look, I am high on this movie, but by the end of the podcast, we're a, a little higher on it just because we talked it out and we appreciate it a bit more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, like this this movie's awesome. Um, just talking about that ending as well, it's absolutely one of my favorite endings to a movie ever. Like, I, 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 um, <laughs> this is this is a, a little thing. Um, so whenever I watch a movie with my dad at home, um, after like the bad guy dies or something like that, he just kind of like just leaves. Like, just to, like, do whatever else he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Because ain't nobody got time for it. They call it a coda. A coda, that's that little part at the end mm-hmm. where, you know, it's all happy fucking times. Let's all sail off into the sunset together. Um, yeah, <laughs> my dad just fucking walks off. He's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. The movie's, fin- movie's finished. It's done. So I, I love that in this movie, man. Like, you know, bad guy dies. What's your name? Murphy. Done. It's finished. Yeah, we don't have to see, you know, that Murphy is, oh, well, no, I don't have to worry about my wife, and I don't have to, and, you know, mm, and, yeah. it, and it kind of leaves all that open-ended for the second one, if you've ever seen it, because there's kind of psychological trauma where he starts, like, stalking his wife and, and found finds out where she lives. Oh, and it's, Jesus. It's, and, like, it, but it's it's kind of cool. Like, I do, I kind of do like the second one, because I think his wife eventually figures out that's that's Murphy in there. She sees his face, and she's mm. like, no, that's Murphy, you know, and she no, no one ever told yeah. her that he was RoboCop so like it's really cool to see in the second film her dynamic where she's like I'm nobody ever told me you were still alive she's like nobody ever said anything to that about it and I mean yeah for him you know his family's been pulled away and yes you've been brutally murdered and brought back but there are people who still think that you're dead and those people are living a life like without you like that's fucking terrible man I, I love to see her dynamic of it from the second movie but we'll get there someday but I'm like I said, I'm so happy to have, uh, uh, to have covered this. This is a, ch- a childhood favorite of mine. I've I've constantly owned this. I think I think once it broke on DVD that I had it, and I went out like that day and scooped up another copy. And I was like, my my film nice. collect my film collection does not feel complete without 
RoboCop in it. And I've, I, I can't tell, I'll be walking around work just as a joke doing the RoboCop movements, but like I get decent compliments on it because I've watched it way too many times. Like, and I'm like, no, 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 you got to go shoulders first and then the head and then start like, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like giving like classes on it and stuff. Like, I fucking love doing the, the walks and shit that he does. Um, and if you ever get the chance, there's some wonderful cosplays of this online. There's people who have done it out of cardboard, and it was so oh, – wow. it was fucking great. And it was a, a woman who did it. I can't remember her name, uh, but it was so fucking great. Um, we'll never cover the remake because fuck that. Um <laughs> <laughs> but but um, maybe if it maybe on like a so good it's bad episode maybe if we start getting into like bonus content and stuff you know something I think it would be great just to have a bonus content of just shitty remakes where it just like oh this is so terrible <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah that's for another day um, Joe have you got anything else you want to say not really dude I dig the hell out of this movie um, yeah thanks for thanks for thanks for picking this one man it was it was great it was uh, it was a good flick oh yeah. Um, but yeah, you're you're better at wrapping the episodes up than I am. I usually tend to forget our shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah. If you guys want to check us out, you know, we're on Facebook um, at uh, Midnight Double Feature. We've got our kind of group attached to that called the After Party. Everybody's always invited to be a part of that and post their memes and and their dick pics and funny stuff. Um, our Instagram is actually getting a lot more activity, which is really cool. I'm I'm actually more personally like in my social media entertainment i like instagram a lot more there's a lot there's so much good art and there's there's so many good things on instagram uh facebook is good for you know seeing uh seeing your members and seeing what they like and stuff um but yeah i'm just uh, super excited to to put this episode out for you guys to see it uh at midnight double feature on instagram uh if you guys ever want to you know shoot us an email midnight double feature at gmail.com still really want to hear from you guys and get some suggestions and just ways we can improve the show uh if there's anything you know any kind of critiques or anything like that i'm definitely excited to hear it but um yeah if that's everything guys thank you so much for checking us out we hope you enjoyed our coverage of robocop and we will see you guys next time